Thank you for downloading Three Idgits in a Pod. We just have a quick announcement before we get started. Supernatural is a show that often deals with sensitive topics in a less than sensitive way. Please check the show notes for episode-specific content warnings if this is concerning to you. Again, thanks for listening and enjoy the show. Thank you for downloading this episode of Three Idiots in a Pod, a sibling supernatural rewatch podcast. I am a host, Margaret Downs. I'm a host, Patricia Downs. And I'm another host, Patricia Downs. And today we're going to be talking about Season 3, Episode 3, Bad Day at Black Rock. But first, how are we doing? Pretty good. I had a one-on-one class today, a crochet class. That's fun. It was fun. You can be hired to teach crochet. Yeah. Good. good. (laughs) How'd that go? It was good. We did some, like, just very basic stuff. Uh, Basic, like, how to hold your hand, how to hold the hook, how to make your first knot, how to do the foundation chain, and then how to single crochet, which is, like, actually what, uh, like, crocheting is, like... Um, that, that type of stitch, like that one thing. Then we did not get into like half double crochet and double crochet and triple crochet, which are other stitches that you can learn. But like, this was like very first class, very basic basics. And she did surprisingly well for like somebody who was getting very frustrated. And I was like, this is frustrating. Like you're okay <laughs> learning a to new get skill. frustrated, learning a new skill. That's yeah. like, if you're not used to the fine motor manipulation, like of the hook and the yarn, it's like, it's hard to learn. And I did have to tell her, and you know, I told her at the beginning, I was like, when I learned, like I, when I first learned, I was first learning the foundation chain. I couldn't get it. And I was little and I was like, I had a kit, you know, that we like got for Christmas or something. And you got knitting, I got crocheting. <laughs> and I learned like a little bit of like how to start the foundation chain. And I just could not get it. And I put it away for like 10 years at least. And then I like came back to it. And then I like put it away again until college. And then I came back to it. And now I'm like, now I really know how to do it, you know, but I like had to kept, uh, not like keep reminding her, but I had to tell her at the beginning and like kind of remind her a little bit throughout that like it is frustrating mm-hmm. yeah. and it's okay to take breaks too. And it's small and like we, we were using like just normal yarn. I wasn't using like big thicker yarn or a big like thicker hook for her so that like because that's it can be easier than like starting small. But the thing that she wanted to learn how to do was use this specific yarn to make something. So I'm like, I want to train you how to use that gauge of yarn and hook so that you can like actually learn how to do what you want to do. I haven't, yeah, I've, I've never, I tried to crochet a couple times. I had, like, I have a crochet hook, but I mostly use it as a tool to help me with knitting. Yeah. So like, like I'm picking up drop stitches and stuff. Mm-hmm. I've tried to do like a crochet a couple times. It usually just ends up as a big knotted mess. Yep. Like it doesn't even unravel. It's just a big knot. Yeah, and that's okay. Uh, <laughs> sometimes, sometimes that happens. Sometimes, while you're making it, it kind of curls up, and then you like lose where you are because the end that's been created and keeps growing starts curling up on itself, and then like gets scrunchy, and then you can start tying knots by accident. Yeah, I, I'm not really sure what happened. I, I've never. I didn't. I didn't get it the same way that I get knitting. Yeah. I had a friend in school, though, like, there it was this era, and there were a group of us who would, like, sit and, like, knit and crochet together. And one of my friends had, like, just learned to crochet, but I don't think she ever learned an actual real stitch, ever. Oh, okay. I think she was just making it up entirely. Okay. 
and just hey, that's a way to do it. Like just a hat would appear in her hands. That's like in like an hour. That's like um (laughs) not the same at all. But just reminded me of like when people who like aren't like trained in like air quotes like trained in like tap dancing like. Mm learn how to tap dance like without training and it's like ah i know how to do all these steps and it's like you but you don't know what you're doing and it's like it's like i but i but, I, but i'm but doing I, it but i and made I my made to- i made i made my toes go clicky clack <laughs> i went bowling recently with um some I saw, friends you, yeah you sh- sent pictures of your shoes yeah i was i was i had bowling <gasps> shoes what when I walked out with the shoes on, <laughs> and I was in the car with mom, and I, and I looked at it, I was like, I'm wearing the shoes, and she was like, yeah, you are. <laughs> so then we had to drive all the way back and take them off and then give them back to them. At least you did. Because I had left my shoes. Oh, really? Place. Oh, yeah. that's funny. But no, we, um, we went bowling with a couple friends, and it was a lot of fun, uh, except that we didn't put the bumpers up. Um, no, did you ask for them fun. a little bit? I was like, "Oh, are we gonna put the bumpers up, maybe?" And they because were like, and they were like, "Try it without." Uh, or like, did, wait, did you ask the staff to put the bumpers up? You asked the people you were with. If you I was asked the people I was I was with, and I was like, "Hey, are we gonna do that?" Like, to kind of just even like, "Are we gonna do that?" And he was like, "Oh, um, I think we had to ask that ahead of time, like before we like when we like get the games or like get like the time and the shoes." Like, like, I think the staff has to do that. And I'm like, oh, yeah, probably. But, like, yeah, it's fine. It's fine. And then our oh. friend was like, I'm going to go ask. And he, like, went over to ask. He was like, it's, fi- it's fine. It's really fine. And then he came back and was like, yeah, like, they can't do it. At, or, like, they, or whatever. Like, they, 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 they can do it, but, they like, can. they would have to do yeah. it. Yes. They do the, the staff, thing with a stick when yeah. you go in. A staff member can come over with with the little hook thing and, yeah, pull, and pull them up. Them up. It takes two seconds. Right? But they were... But the, the, the staff doesn't want, want to. So I'm like, it's totally fine. Because I understand that they don't want to. Um, and then there were, I was like, it's it's fine. And we'll just we'll just play. And I'll see what it's like to... to I've never done this before. It's not fun. <laughs> it's not fun. It's really it's not, not fun. <gasps> because he just goes and like, got her every time. Or yeah. like one time, I, like twice maybe I got a strike and I was just like, I mean, okay, that's just like statistics. I, I mean, like with the bumpers up, I've, I've never made it. You use it as a strategy. Right. Well, no, yeah, no, there's a specific strategy for using the bumpers, but I've never like made it like jump the bumper into the gutter. No. But I have, with the gutters up, completely missed all the pins. Yeah. That's pretty funny. I have done that too. It just like goes around them. <laughs> <laughs> Into the corner. Yeah. I have. <laughs> One time, I had, um, trying to throw in the ball, <laughs> and it landed in someone else's. <laughs> someone else's lane? No, in, in someone else's, like, section, um, like, where they were sitting. Wait, what? What? <laughs> Wait, you threw, you it, threw it and it went backwards behind where people are sitting? It went, it, it like, went around... How? So, I don't so you know. Like, so you like curveballed it so that it turned and went like, yeah. wow, like <laughs> around the corner the into corner somebody else's seat. Else. And, and it had seat. like the same, they had like the same reaction that the me. Yeah. <laughs> I was just thinking they all that. Jumping. They, they, all were, they, got, they all were like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Cod. It wasn't regular bowling. Candle pin. The Can- balls oh, okay, the balls they're a lot smaller. smaller. <laughs> that makes sense then. But it was still funny and really 
I felt really bad. <laughs> oh my god. The balls are a lot smaller and easier a to throw. A little easier to throw. A little easier to... And there's a sign that says, do not lob the ball. It's yeah. like... I was small, though. Oh, yeah. I was very young. small. Yeah. I was maybe seven. Yeah. Yeah, but... but, but <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> Just goes around. <laughs> that also reminds me of when... We went bowling for, like, some pizza thing for school, mm-hmm. and all of the kids were watching the TV thing of yeah. the bowling ball that, like, kicks the the stand and then goes, like, oh, 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 like, holding his foot, and he's like, ow, and then he's like, ah. <laughs> I don't know how universal the bowling I cartoons are. I don't know are. the bowling cartoons, like, they're, I think, and I feel like they may have changed a little over the years, but... I feel like maybe they haven't. But maybe they and, haven't and either. And the then maybe it's the like, same, and maybe it's the same like, everywhere. No. <laughs> I, it's great for a date. Yeah, right. That's that's at the Candlefin place, but... Um, Let's go bowling. <laughs> it's great for a date. <laughs> Picture of two people like, ah, bowling. <laughs> Is bowling a good date? No. <laughs> no, I don't know. It's, it's just very a commitment. It's a commitment. It's competitive. It can be competitive. We it weren't. does show you, though. It can show you. It shows if, you when somebody gets frustrated. Yeah, like and how if, they act. And yeah, how they act. Mm. And if they, if they get super, like, competitive and frustrating. Yeah. And like, yeah, it can show you their true colors if they're like, God damn it! And they like throw the ball. Some people have like bad horror stories of bowling and they're like, that is when I knew I would not want to date that person anymore. Yeah. So it might be like mm. a, a first date thing to like test the waters it and could first be. date. I don't know, a first second date. date? Maybe second date. Second date. If you go on a first date and then you're like, okay, maybe I do kind of like this person. Second date, let's go bowling, and I'll see how you struggle without the, without the, the bumpers, <laughs> bumpers up. up. That would be torture. That'd be so funny though. If like you're actually good at bowling, but you're if like, I went on, if I went on a second date and they made me bowl without bumpers, I'd be mad. I'd, I'd be mad, and I wouldn't finish the game probably. Yeah. <laughs> or yeah, they'd be like, can I? Do you want to have bumpers? I'd be like. No, I think you can handle it. I might finish the one game, and if you're like, "All right, second game," I'll be like, "No, no. I'm out. I'm, I'm I gotta go." No, that's that's like an hour commitment. Yeah, yeah. for your candle pin bowling ball to make <laughs> to, do, to do a U-turn and make Woo! it into the area next, the seated area next door was a wild stroke of luck. Yeah, just like the bullets going, ding, 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 yeah, like a pinball. You'd, you'd think that defies physics. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Speaking of physics-defying luck, let's jump into today's episode, season three, episode three, Bad Day at Black Rock. Our writer today is Ben Edlund, who uh, has been a writer for us before. We recognize him from Simon Said. Okay. Night Shifter. Okay. Hollywood Babylon. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. So we we liked a few of his episodes. Yeah. yeah. So we'll see. Um, <laughs> our director today is Robert Singer, one of our big directors. Mm-hmm. The title is based on a 1955 movie. It was like a crime drama oh. um, where like a guy goes to a town. And he's like to discover some dark secret or whatever and is beset by mishaps. Oh. Oh. So our, our opening, we've got this quote now. This new tagline. 
I don't know if I like it. I don't no. like it. I don't like it at all. The tagline the is the, look, dad's gone now. We have to carry out his legacy. That means hunting down as many evil sons of bitches as we possibly can. That's it's not... What it's, it's, saving, it's clunky as a tagline. I'd be saving people other things. Family business. I know. Yeah. Much more... Succinct. Co- and like, yeah. And together. Yeah. As a... Th- this is... I don't like it for a couple reasons. It's not... It doesn't really work as a tagline. Yeah. And this is not the theme that we have been going with. We haven't really been caring what John thinks. Yeah. For, like, a full season at least. Because, like, they always said, like, well, Dad wants us to pick up where he left off for, like, last season. Now it's like, well, since Dad, we gotta save people and hunt things, but we're not gonna say it like that. <laughs> it's like, we gotta the- hunt all the things. We're not saving people this season. <laughs> Apparently not. We have to carry out his legacy. And John's legacy was not about saving people exactly. No. That's what what was impressed upon Dean. That's Dean's personal mission is saving saving as many people as he can but like yeah like the whole last season has not been about john or his legacy yeah so i don't know why suddenly we care because it doesn't seem like the care in the episodes we've seen so far nope i so i don't know why that's our tagline yeah uh so we get our then uh in metal for some reason Mm -hmm. so they want us to remember that our major information so far this season is that sam died dean sold his soul no take backsies (laughs) and dean has one year sam is determined to save him from that there is a demon knife that uh can kill demons and there is a mysterious lady who is stalking sam who has the knife and they want us to remember that gordon is a person gordon gordon walker is a character who we knew from last season and have not heard from in a long time because Sam and Dean called the cops on him yeah, for and op- I, for opening fire in an intersection. I assumed that he would be... I mean, they... The police... You, you took, assumed he wouldn't come back? N- no. I mean, I guess because they're like... It's not like the world now. And it's, I mean, it was. It was. It was yeah. not... But but television, the TV television, television wasn't wasn't the world now. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're like, and he was just sent to prison. He yeah. wasn't. He he was literally he was firing his gun when they sh- when he they had two guns. He had two- <laughs> he had, yeah, he was just just, <laughs> just started blasting. Anyway, I started blasting. Just started blasting. He just opened just opened fire in the middle of an intersection when the cops rolled up, and they would not. They would. No, he wouldn't have no, made it out alive. No, no. He wouldn't have made it to jail. No, no, no. He he would not have survived that encounter. And I was, I'm just saying. Like I know it's TV, but like I don't know. I was a little surprised to see him still alive. I think it's a good thing for the show to yes. like for him. Well, for him to be like, for them to be like, we didn't forget about him. Like yeah. he's not just in jail and forever. Yeah. You know, like he, we don't. He's actually a character who comes back. I'm he glad. went to jail and we're hand waving that away. He's yeah. in jail forever. He's goodbye. in jail forever. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs> goodbye, Gordon. No. Um, which is which is a way to get rid of a character you don't uh-huh. want to see anymore. Yeah, so but send him to jail, right? Like, but Scooby-Doo. because he was such a good character and because he was such a good, <laughs> because he was such a good actor uh, to play that character, it's. Good that he came back. Mm-hmm. So we've got so we've got Gordon back. Um, and he, remember, because we want to remember that he's a character, and this, this is the beginning of the new season. So we might have some new new, new people watching the show. They want and here's what they want us to know about Gordon. He's dangerous to everyone and everything around him. He knows about Sam's powers, mm-hmm. and with his you know black and white way of thinking, 
That means Sam is not human, and therefore, he can hunt him. (laughs) And he must hunt him. And he must. It, It is his moral obligation to hunt Sam. And he tries that. And for his trouble... He gets the, they they call the cops on him and get him arrested. Sam Prelaw using you know weaponizing the the power of of our judicial system against a black man. Yeah, yeah, is great. Great. And we also are reminded from last episode that the knife lady, mm-hmm. our mysterious knife lady who is stalking Sam, <laughs> is a demon, and she says she can save Dean, but she doesn't say her name. But she doesn't say her yep. name. Or what her plan is nope. to save him. Just nope. that she can. And they they magically know her name. Yep. Yeah, so we so now it is now. Yeah, we're, that's we're, in a minute. That's in a minute. Yeah. Uh, now it is now. We are at a prison location unknown. Where the fuck? Where the fuck are we? We have a shot of a prison yard. We have a shot of a man entering the prison and getting like metal detected and going into the phone booth room. You know, like in TV. You know, yeah, Yeah. you know, like in TV where they talk on the phones through the glass. So he goes into the phone booth room, gets on the little phone to talk to the man sitting across from him. And he says, it's true. The Devil's Gate was opened in Wyoming. And we see he is speaking to Gordon. Shocker. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) right. We were just told that Gordon was going to be in this episode. And I'm like, okay, Gordon's going to be in this episode. So he says... um, that it's big, that there's no fix on how many demons got out. It's an army. Gordon asks if Sam was there. And our guy, uh, who in my notes uh, at first is referred to as God Guy, because he is a very, like, Jesus and God guy. Mm-hmm. But uh, Kubrick is like, I talked to a guy who knows a guy who knows Bobby Singer. <laughs> yeah, talk to a guy who knows 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 Bobby. Uh and he's like, yeah, the Winchesters were there when the gate opened, but Bobby said that they went there to stop it. And Gordon is shaking his head no. He's like, Bobby's edge isn't like what it used to be. Sam could have ha- could have him believing anything right now. Like, wow. First of all, fuck you, Gordon. Yeah. Yeah. Bobby hasn't lost his edge at all. Just just because he doesn't, like, go out in the field as much as he used to. Yeah. Also, so th- does this mean Gordon doesn't know the relationship between the Winchesters and Bobby Singer? Yeah. Bobby's like their their uncle who kind of raised them. Yeah, that's a little odd. It's a little weird, but you know, also demonstrates the this one track mind that mm-hmm. that Gordon has. And this this man's like, listen, Sam checks out. He's just a hunter. Gordon now calls this man Kubrick. He says, uh, "I'm not even sure he's human." And he says, "Like six months ago, I told you that there was a war coming. It's here, and Sam is part of it." Um, he, he says, "Track him down. You'll see." And, like, he stares at him with a phone in his hand. He's like, Sam Winchester must die. And then hangs up. Wow. Like, you're being dramatic. Being dramatic. And also, I'm pretty sure they, They're mo- they, monitor, they monitor these conversations. see the murder. Like, to- Sam must die. Whoa, whoa, hold on, buddy. What are you doing? I'm pretty sure they monitor they these conversations. It was funny. I was watching this with Stephen and Robert. We were just like, like, every once in a while, Stephen would be like, that's not, like, what? No. No. Like, <laughs> no. They, they monitor those. That's, that can't, watch. No. You can't just say you can't that. Just say that on the phone in if, the prison. You, you can't just say that you're going to kill somebody if you're in prison. <laughs> Or he's like, they listen to that. Sam yeah. Winchester must die. And they're like, huh? He's like, just kidding. 
Yeah. <laughs> JK, JK, JK. JK, JK. <laughs> Don't use that out of context. <laughs> no, that was, it was just a joke with my buddy. Just silly like goofy. Yeah, just silly like goofy. Just like goofy. So Gordon hangs up. And we go to theme. Mm. Uh, with the, the hands that open up and then the cloud behind it and it's supernatural. <laughs> with waving hands. Ooh. I know. We're just, like, I, we don't have ooh fire anymore, so I don't know what to do. No, I don't know. Clouds. Clouds. <laughs> Strange clouds. Clouds. Strange clouds. It's from Pocahontas. Um, it's when she's like, she's up on the in the trees, like watching the ship come in, and she sees the sails, and the and then her grandmother Willow is like, "What do you see? Clouds. Strange clouds." <laughs> We're with Dean and Sam in a car at night. Dean is mid conversation. Yeah, he's like yelling at they Sam. They got demons. That's why. And he's like, uh, the second you find out this Ruby chick, her name is Ruby, is a demon, you go for the holy water. You don't chat. He's like, why didn't you send her ass back to hell? And Sam, like, through this conversation, he's being defensive. <laughs> like, no one was chatting. He's like, she said that she could help us. And Dean's like, how? How, how could a, she she's help? A demon. She's a demon. And uh, and Sam's like, well, she told me that she could help you get out of the Crossroads deal. And, and Dean's like, how stupid are you? She's lying. <laughs> and uh, Oh, you are. Oh, you are a liar. Oh, you're a liar. He's like, what else did she say? And Sam doesn't say anything. He's just staring out the window. <laughs> pouting. Pouting. And he's like, dude. And he's like, nothing, nothing, okay? Look, I'm not an idiot, Dean. I'm not talking about trusting her. I'm talking about using her. And I'm like, mmm, that's that's great. (laughs) But this is, like, this is the thought process that gets people trapped by yeah. demons. Yep. And gets people in oh, trouble. No, I'm 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 on the upper hand. I, you see, I, I you can see, take advantage I know, of them. You see, I know I know how they work. How they work. So, so they're not it's not gonna they're not they're it's not gonna like affect like I can use them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No! You no no <laughs> No! You never can! Never! Don't do that! Like, Bad I mean, idea. I mean we're at war, right? And we don't know Jack about the enemy. We don't know where they are, we don't know what they were doing. This we don't know what they want. Yeah, he's like, this Ruby girl knows more than we will ever find out on our own. And Dean's like, you're okay, right? Like, are you feeling okay? And Sam's like, stop asking me. <laughs> stop asking me. I'm fine. You always ask me that. I'm fine. <laughs> so the cell phone starts ringing. It's not Sam's. It's not Dean's. Dean says to check the glove compartment. It's Dad's. And <laughs> Sam's like, I what? I left my phone in the glove compartment. <laughs> <laughs> I left my phone in the glove compartment. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's Barbie in the dream house. <laughs> I left my phone. He gets, like, ejected from the seat in the car because there's a car, like, ejector seat button. Yeah, so it's John's phone in the glove compartment. Dean says that he keeps it charged up in case of any John's old contacts call. So Sam answers, and as one of John's aliases, Edgar Casey. He's like, no, 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 don't call the police. I'll handle this myself. Uh, (laughs) Sounded Irish for a second. No, 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 no. (laughs) No, 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 no. Is that Irish? (laughs) What is that? No, 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 no. That's Swedish. <laughs> We're not Swedish. Shh. Uh, he's like, can you just lock it back up for me? And then um, he waits for a second. He's like, oh, well, I, d- I don't have my book in front of me. And he kind of motions for, like, a pen. Like, Dean, give me a pen. 
and he's, he's driving. Yeah, right. And like, Sam, get Sam, your own pen. Get your own pen. And um, he's like, remind me of the address, you know, and uh, get gets his pen from Dean and gets the address and hangs up. And he says, like, does did Dad ever tell you he had a storage space outside of Buffalo? And uh, Dean's like, no way. And <laughs> no way. <laughs> That's a W. <laughs> Why? No way. That's N.W. <laughs> <laughs> Sam's like, and someone just broke into it. So we're in an RV. Uh, our man, Kubrick. from earlier, earlier, Kubrick, mm-hmm. is polishing a gun, and... There's another guy. There's another guy who I have down as mustache beard man. I, he just appears again in my notes as man. Because yeah, now, because now it's a new man, man. and, and now we know who Kubrick is. It's man and Kubrick. Yep. So, uh, mustache beard man... It picks up, like, a knife that's among other weapons on, like, the couch or something in this RV. He goes, he's like, so you've got no hard evidence on Sam Winchester, just Gordon's instincts. And Kubrick is like, did you ever hunt with Gordon? He's the best. He's like, he saved my ass more than one, like, more than, like, more times than I can count. And <laughs> and I can only count to one. <laughs> <laughs> just, you know, the one more than uh, this mustache beard man is, like... He's gonna be covering his tracks. It won't be so easy to find. I'm like, lol, no. Yeah, lol. Like, they haven't been covering their tracks very well. Like, like, okay, so the federal government is after them, and they haven't really cared in several episodes. Yeah. Like, Especially I was just Especially not this one. Like, we're like, we're yeah. supposed to remember, right, that, that the federal government is after them. And then Dean's just, like, smiling in the picture. picture. Yeah. Also, I was just re-listening to where, uh, to Heart with the werewolf. Uh-huh. And, like, yeah, they were at, like, four active crime scenes, and their fingerprints were definitely there. Yeah. Yeah. And that's just one episode. Yeah, no, the, so, the body of evidence linking them to crimes is He's like, growing. they're definitely, try- like, cover you know, the cover tracks. the tracks. Uh, no, they have a whole line. It's pretty line. easy to find them. I think, yeah. the, I think their uh, road trip is, like... The the whole place of, like, where they've been driving is just, like, dots of, like, all the people that have been killed, you know? <laughs> just a trail of all the people that have died as they've... As they've been as driving. traveled. So this guy, as he's, you know, talking to Kubrick, he, he's being an awful bit of, uh, you know, uh, a downer yeah. <laughs> about this whole thing. Yeah, he's like, hey, it's, uh... And uh, the Kubrick is like, I got a... Um, last I got, he was in Nebraska three weeks ago. He's like, it's he's like not that's a, not a, a fresh lead. lead. It's like, <laughs> damn! Like, like, bud, why are you here. Yeah, what? As as they're talking, this guy is, like, touching stuff. He's just, like, opening cabinets and, like, looking in, like, closing cabinets and, like, got, opening cabinets. And, potato chips. And, yeah. like, like, picking things up, putting them down. And he opens this cabinet and finds this, like, little, like, a bust of a Jesus head. I couldn't tell what it was. Some kind first. of ornament figurine bust thing, like, just the face of Jesus. Yeah. yeah. And it, he picks it up and starts playing with it. It's like, it's like weird, one like, of those things where the eyes always follow you. Yes. Yeah. It's, pa- it's, it's painted so that the eyes are always looking at you. And, it's and like, it's just oh. twi- like, ooh, that's weird. And he's just... T- yeah, turning it so that, like... Because it's like a concave. Yeah, yeah. You know? yeah. Yeah. So, like... Yeah, his face is, like, weirdly dented in so that, like, you turn it to the right and it's like, oh, his eyes are still... Then you turn it to the... Uh, or left and it's like... And then you turn it to the right you're like, oh my god. You keep turning it back and forth, and it's like his eyes are always there. Uh, so he's doing that. Meanwhile, the guy, meanwhile, Kubrick is talking to him. Yeah, he's like, "Well, he ain't invisible, Creedy." And I'm like, "Okay, there's his name. Like, there's Creedy. his name, Creedy, Creedy, uh, and Kubrick." Yup. Uh, so and he's like, "Some some hunter knows something," and we start calling all the contacts. That's what we'll do. And then 
Greedy's playing with this little Jesus, and then Cooper comes up to him and takes it, and he's like, don't play with my Jesus. <laughs> I'm like, what? I had to pause. I paused this. I was re- I was watching this in chapter one. Why did they include that? For so, the, for the end? There, There's a weird little, like, like, like the, the relationship between these guys, it's like a weird little, like, like, comedy yeah. relationship. Yeah. Which... Like, like, I mean, this whole episode has uh, a comedic tone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It could very easily have gone much more sinister with yeah. uh, Kubrick's religious fanaticism. Uh, yes. Um, and when, when Kubrick stands up, we see, like, there's other, like, Jesus imagery I didn't, in, I didn't in the trailer. Any. Yeah. Oh, there's, like there's a, a huge painting of a cru- of, uh, Jesus with, of Jesus um, with the, um, the, the, the thorns, thorn. like, oh. like in, in, you know, in, in pained rapture i saw that painting but i didn't i didn't recognize i need to t- i need to go back to lunch class. <laughs> you didn't recognize that it was jesus <laughs> it's pretty easy to it's tell pretty, that was jesus that was, that i was think pretty i think i recognized it but i like literally didn't make the connection i was like oh that's jesus oh, that's but just- then i was like oh that's jesus then i was like oh he's a god guy and then i was like oh yeah there we go <laughs> and now just now i'm like oh yeah so yeah, so Kubrick, they, like they could have gone much more sinister with it, but they've got it this as a like weird like little buddy comedy that's yeah. happening over here. Yeah, don't touch my Jesus. Yeah, it's it's funny, but like kind of weird. It's very yeah. weird. And also, like I'm like not really sure. Like Why? other than Creedy, must be friends with Kubrick. Must just be a hunter. Yeah, no, he's, I mean he's just another hunter, but they must work together occasionally. Like he's touched his Jesus a few times. And he's like, don't play with my don't Jesus. Play. Like, I've told you this I, before. No. <laughs> like, no, I don't get the feeling that he's been in this RV before. Right, like, he's like, he's exploring. He's just, like, yeah. like, he's like, but like, about, like, like, with just, with Creedy's whole attitude this entire episode, I'm like, why are you here, bud? Yeah. He seems completely uncommitted he's like, to this whole thing. He's just like, nah, it's not a fresh lead. Nah, I don't think we're going to find him. Nah. Ah, uh, you found a lead. Oh, okay. I guess we're gonna go. Like, yeah. It's like, <laughs> why? Why are you here, buddy? Like, no, we should get some food. You know. Yeah. So Sam and Dean are in an elevator going down at the storage place. Dean is like, man, like Dad, uh, him and his secrets. We spent a lot of time with him, and we didn't really know him. Secrets. Secret. Secret. Hush. 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 Secret. Secret. <laughs> so the boys open up the storage locker flashlights in hand and we can see like prepper shelving yeah lining the walls but in the center you know of the room blocking the doorway is a devil's trap splattered with pools of blood and it is a pentagram on the floor a pointy hat a broomstick hey man three newts this is a lizard po- tongue <laughs> eyeballs uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. a bunch of stuff but <laughs> it is it's a lot of it's it's all of the little it's a lot of occult shit dean bends down and he finds a tripwire that leads to a rigged shotgun inside of like a skull of something uh some animal like on a shelf uh dean says that they got two sets of boot tracks uh it was a two-man job and he said that our man with the buckshot in him kept walking. So I, I just I, I noticed this is kind of weird. As the boys, I mean, there's all kinds of all kinds of junk in here. Yeah. As the boys enter on their left, there is a, a coffin, coffin draped in a flag. Yeah, I didn't notice that. Yeah, there's a coffin with a flag on it, and I'm like, there is there a dead body in there? Like, and almost, they're just almost certainly, and they're just like, oh, that's fine. 
it's, it's a coffin draped with the flag. Yeah. What does that mean? That means like some like like a like a like a, like a soldier, like a soldier, like a like marine. What was a- that? He, he was a marine, right, John? Yeah. So like somebody maybe from the Marines. I don't know. That he's keeping. That he's keeping. Co- he's, and keep, he, he's that he's keeping. Yeah. Right. That's a little. That's a little weird to or find was, in a storage unit. Or was that? Supposed to be his, Maybe. right? Like I want to like, keep my coffin until oh, I'm I gonna die. Buy my, I'm gonna buy my own. I'm gonna buy my own coffin. <laughs> so I'm keeping it myself. No, and that with is. with the flag I want to be buried with. Unisonis did that. Well, that's Unisonis. I know, but you can buy your own coffin or like make your own coffin. Oh yeah, like custom custom made before you die, and then have it set for you. Wow. Yeah. They're really expensive. I'm sure. Yeah. yeah. So the I don't know, or I, I it's not a coffin. I this is a it looked like a casket, not a, uh, not yeah. a coffin. I should yeah. say coffin. Uh, they are different. Um, yeah. No, it's a it's a casket with a flag draped over it. Which I was just uh, so I'm, yeah. I'm wondering, is there a body in there? Why? <laughs> yeah. Dean finds a little trophy and he's, like, he looks at it and he goes 1995 and Sam's like, no way. He's like, that is my division championship soccer trophy. I can't believe he kept this. And Dean finds a little memento for, from him, too. Yeah. His first sawed-off shotgun that he built himself in the sixth grade. Cocks it. He's like, yeah. Uh, like, sixth grade. Sixth grade, building guns. <laughs> he makes a rude little joke about uh, this being the closest thing that Sam is to a boy. Come on, man. Come on. Dean. Dean. Soccer? Yeah. Or? Yeah, like having a soccer trophy. Like, wow, that's the closest you ever got to being a boy. You did good at sport. You did but, a good a sport thing. Like, because you didn't get to experience anything, like, childlike, or... No, no, no. It was, like, instead no. of doing, like, the girly like, things that you did when you were younger, you did one boy other, thing. Well, what girly things would Sam have done? I think, I think Sam did theater tech. Oh. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. He was a theater tech kid. Well... In, like, one play. Theater yeah. tech. Right? But, it's a little yeah. different than being a theater kid. Theater but... Kid. Still. I mean, technically theater, yeah, but, and like, you're there for the theater kids, you're helping them, but that's a step from the kids that sing and dance. Those right, kids. It's a little bit more removed yeah, from theater. That's removed from the kids that are drama. You can still get into the drama, though. If yeah, you can. Crew. <laughs> no, no, no. There's, you you can yeah, still get into they the have drama. Their, they have their own, <laughs> their own world. They have their of own drama. world of drama. I'm talking, but yeah, they have their own world of drama, and they like, probably hear the drama that happens with the kids that are dancing and singing and like everyone hears the problems yeah everyone hears yeah. the problems they're, they're not subtle no, no they're the out cat, in loud about the it cast is not subtle when they have issues <laughs> yeah yeah because um. I hear about it and I'm not even I mean I'm technically in drama really I haven't shown up to a single thing because I've had to miss all of them Yikes. And, like, I still hear about some of the drama, and I haven't even, like, been in school for most of the year. Drama in the drama club. Drama in the drama club. Always. 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 Um, So Sam opens a little door to, like, an arsenal, and we see that their dad had landmines, which the intruders didn't take. (laughs) There are grenades. There are guns. There are guns. There's everything. And he's like, guess what? There's nothing. Dean is like, you know, I guess they knew what they were after. Just reminded me of uh, Parks and Rec when Ron came. <laughs> the little girl on landmine is like, like, take care of it. Yep. They turn and they see there's this uh, shelving unit full of little trunks. Like, yeah, little, little like, boxes that are like. 
they're like have like I don't know foot. like a foot by six inches yeah. by six inches. Yeah, like yeah, like little little, little treasure chests, little treasure chests painted black with symbols drawn on them. Kind of looks like now with the new Batman movie out, like the Riddler. Bat- like the new, like you know, the new Riddler's aesthetic. That's kind of like, eh. no. The new Riddler's aesthetic is army surplus. Yeah, um, with like which I'm not weird, crazy like, about. He's got like kind of like all I saw is the the like running and like going <laughs> and sitting down and be, like instead of like the Ryan, like, like Batman. <laughs> That's how the Riddler should be behaving. Yeah, the Riddler is should be a twink in a suit covered in question marks. Yes. Not an alt-right army surplus. So, uh, these little boxes with symbols on them, Sam's like, Dean, do you see these symbols? That's binding magic. Those are cursed boxes. And I'm like, okay, Sam, knowing about magic. Like, okay. And Dean, to, like, tell the audience, he's like, Dean is like, cursed boxes are supposed to keep evil in, right? Like Pandora's box. Um, Sam says that they're built to contain the power of a cursed object. And Dean says that their dad's journal did mention a lot on, like, hexed items, fetishes. What? Yeah. He never did say where they ended up, though. I'm not sure. No, is that, like, why? a thing? Does, no. Is he no, making a joke? not, like, a supernatural thing. No. It's not. No. Is he making, so, is he making No. I don't think he is. Is that making I don't a joke? What I don't, does he mean by that? I don't know. It's not a joke. He's and not it's making not, a joke. It's not, like, a word like succubus that I'm, like, I only know of because of, like... The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina, you know, or like things that are like. No. Is he saying that fetishes are a thing that are a first object? Well, are a thing that have, that were contained and have been unlocked into the world? Like Pandora's box yeah. magic? Like these are bad like things that like, were contained. Someone was like, I have to keep. been opened and are now was, everywhere in the or, world because they're. Or auras mixed into John's journal. Yeah. His. You know, rantings on the degenerate sexuality of some people. Like, yeah, he's like, ah, oh, hex items, but also fetishes. I like, saw, I there was a pride parade, and I saw men. There was in, a lot of latex. I saw a lot of latex and leather straps. Leather straps are not for the, what? Uh, yeah. Not for that. Yeah, <laughs> they're for manly things like hunting ghosts. <laughs> and also, yeah, or like Pandora's box, but like it has like a picture of a foot. What? Foot fetish. Oh my god! And the person was like, "I must keep this contained. If it gets loose, is evil. It's who, evil. Who knows what will happen to the world?" And then someone was like, "What's this?" And they unlock it, and the person's like, "No, have, you I have, fool!" I have no idea and what then, he. And then Wiki Feet happened. <laughs> I have no idea what Dean means by saying... I think By putting mean, fetishes just, in this, right, li- in 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 this list. I think he list. means just what I said. Yeah, okay. I think he <laughs> means just that. <laughs> Sam is like, this must be his toxic waste dump, like, for cursed objects. And fetishes. And fetishes. Um, and they see that one spot is missing a box. There's dust all around it, and, like, some little blood splatters on the sides, like, somebody whose bl- bloody hands picked it up. And then... I think Sam, like, puts his hand in the dust, and he's like, yeah, like, there's one missing. I'm like, yeah, like, you yeah. didn't need to touch it to yeah, know that. Yeah, no, we can, we we can see. It. He's like, is it invisible? Yeah, know. right, let me, let me, please, please just be invisible. Aw, <laughs> <Hello? laughs> oh, man. Um, and Dean's like, well, maybe they didn't open it. And then he cuts right to, come on, man, let's open it. <laughs> and we're in 
the apartment of these two thieves. Yep. One of them is on the couch holding a rag to his shoulder covered in blood. And the the other guy is sitting with the box and he's, you know, making the argument that they should get to know what it was that they just risked their lives to steal. Because uh, they're only getting paid like a couple hundred bucks to, to steal this box. And now one of them's shot and is bleeding out. And he's like, whatever is in here has got to be, you know, worth more than we're being paid. Right. So we could sell it for more than what she's paying us. He's like, we we should just hand it over to her. This, what, this is really worth something. And so this grossman, this guy uh, who's, like, trying to open the box, like, he breaks it up. He uses, like, a file or, like, a, some kind of metal bar. Like, an, it looks like an awl. Yeah, yeah. Um, and breaks it open, like, breaks open the lock and goes and opens the box. Really and we get dramatic, dramatic Like, we see his face and the opening of the box, but not inside it. And Wayne, the other guy who's bleeding, like, stands up to look. And he's like, are you kidding me? And he picks up what's in it. It's a rabbit's foot. And when he picks it up, there's like this whoosh sound effect. And I was like, oh, man. (laughs) I immediately knew what was happening. This is is what's Uh, happening. uh Okay. Uh Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. Wayne is like, I'm going to die for a damn rabbit's foot. And there is a knock at the door. And they're like, well, what now? What what could possibly be, be, be wrong now? So... Uh, Grossman goes to answer the door, and there's this guy there who's like, like, uh, hey, listen, it is 6 a.m., and you two are shouting. Stop. <laughs> this guy, Foster, like, sees that Wayne has been shot and directs Grossman to the med kit under his sink and tells him to get some water boiling because he was an army medic in Vietnam. And he's like, guess this is your lucky day. We got a significant shot on the rabbit's foot. It's like, what? Lucky day! It's your lucky day! (laughs) So the the boys pull up in the Impala outside the apartment building, and they see the the license plate that was caught on the camera um, at the storage facility. And Dan's like, amateurs. (laughs) (laughs) Should have blacked out their plates before parking in front of security camera. I'm a tour. <laughs> so back up in the thief apartment, Wayne has had his shoulder bandaged and he's playing cards with Grossman and he's he wins his hand with four kings. The boys break into the apartment and start clearing the hallway with like, you know, the with with, with guns like, you know, like I posted up at corners and clearing rooms. And we're overhearing some conversation from the living room where uh, Wayne and Grossman are still playing cards. He's and like, Royal Flush, like it's a second and eight hands. I can't lose. He's like, I, I can't lose. He's starting. He's like, there's there's something wrong about that, like that I can't lose. Um, and he's like, so maybe this thing really works. And he picks up the rabbit's foot. He's like, no way we're handing it over to that stuck up bitch. And, okay. um, yeah. Oh, and he's like, and we hear, we hear like, okay, like, let's go, let's get out of here. And then Sam and Dean come around the corner. Freeze, freeze, nobody move. And they're waving their guns around and they're, and, uh, Wayne and Grossman are like, are you cops? <laughs> and, you have to tell me! <laughs> oh, this is entrapment! <laughs> so they're, they're shouting, are you cops? And Dean's shouting, where's the box? <laughs> where's, where's the, the box? box? Where's the box? <laughs> <laughs> no, where's the box? Uh, and he's like, please tell me you didn't. And Sam's like, oh, they did. And they, we look down at the open box. So like, god damn it! He shoves Wayne against the wall. Yeah, pins him there. And Wayne is still like, are you guys cops? <laughs> and, um... Wayne looks over at the rabbit's foot, and Dean lo- Dean looks at it, and he's like, "What is that thing?" <laughs> and he's like, he's like, "Is like, is that it? That, that's it, that's right? It, that's it, right? Uh, what, what, what is that?" 
and Wayne knocks the gun out of Dean's hand. It falls and goes off. It ricochets up over, like, up to the ceiling. It hits Sam's gun out of his hand. The bullet, like, ricochets back, and Grossman runs to grab Sam's gun that just fell. And Sam goes to, er, Dean's gun that just fell. Sam runs as well and, like, goes to grab him and grab the gun. Dean falls onto the table and, oh no, it's broken. Uh, (laughs) Oh no! Yeah, well, so, yeah, so Sam and, and Grossman go for the gun at the same time. Grossman knocks Sam backwards into Dean. Dean goes, which knocks Dean to the ground, on, onto the table. And Sam's like, oh, sorry. Yeah. Grossman turns and tackles Sam. Yep. Uh, Dean sees a gun on the floor. Wayne uh, picks up the gun and aims it. But as he picks it up, aims it, and it hits Dean under the chin as Dean's standing up, and then Dean falls backwards. <laughs> and then Grossman is choking Sam, and Sam is reaching for the rabbit's foot. When Dean fell on the table, the rabbit's foot went flying through the air and landed next to where Sam is on the floor. Yeah. So when as Sam is being choked, he, like, throws his arm out, like, reaching for something, anything to grab onto, and he grabs the rabbit's foot. And hear we hear whoosh magic noise. whoosh. He's able to break... Grossman's hold on him and kick him across the room. He goes flying. He calls to Dean to say he's got it, but Wayne is there with a gun on Sam. He's like, no, you don't. And Wayne tries to shoot Sam, but the gun jams. And he click, 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 it won't fire. Wayne panics, scrambles backwards, flips backwards over the couch, and knocks himself out. (laughs) Grossman gets got by the corner. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) He's, like, in the corner, and then he kind of falls, and, like, like there are shelves, like, bookshelves in the corner. That fall on top of fall, like, all over him, and then he knocks himself out. And when he falls, his his arm goes, like, like, flies up, and he lets go of the gun, which soars across the room right into Sam's hand. (laughs) He's just looking at it in disbelief. And uh, Dean's like, that's a lucky break. And then and Sam, confused, like looks at the gun in his hand, looks at the yeah. rabbit's foot, and Dean's like, "Is that is that a rabbit's foot?" And, and Sam holds it up. And he's like, like, "I think it is." And they're both like, "Huh? Would you look at that?" They kind of like look around the room, like, "This was, was this odd. was this was weird." So our next scene, we're in a parking lot. Sam is doing research in the car as you know Dean comes over and gets in. He's got a bag full of lottery tickets. Mm-hmm. Sam is doing research. And he's, you know, not finding anything in the journal. We need our handy-dandy... Notebook! Notebook. Right. As, like Dean said before, that John's journal had, like, a bunch of stuff about cursed objects, but nothing specific to this one. Dean is starting to put two and two together much faster than our, than our two thieves. Yeah. He was like, that That was my gun he was aiming at you, and my gun doesn't jam. That was a lucky break. Also them taking themselves out. Also a lucky break. And Dean hands Sam a ticket, and he's like, here, scratch one. And Sam's like, what? what? No. Like, what? And he's like, come on, Sam. Scratch and win. And I thought he was going to say, scratch and sniff. (laughs) 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 What? No. Um, So he he hands him a coin, and Sam starts to scratch on the ticket. He's like, it's got to be cursed. Otherwise, Dad wouldn't have locked it up. And he hands the ticket back to Dean. And Dean's looking at it, and he's like, $1,200. He's like, you just won $1,200. And he laughs, and he's like, whoa! Uh, he's like, I don't know, man, doesn't seem too cursed to me. And hands Sam another ticket. Back in the thief apartment, Wayne comes to on the floor. He tries to rouse Grossman, and as he's, like, stumbling across the room, he kicks a beer bottle that goes rolling into the kitchen. And it's almost, like, deliberate. It's mm-hmm. like, he, like, like kicks he, it. It's like he like, kicks it out of kicks his way. Kicks it out of his way. But he doesn't pick it up. Mm. 
He just kicks it out of the way, and then he, and he's trying to get Grossman up. So then the Grossman's not waking up, so he staggers into the kitchen. There's a significant shot, though, on this beer bottle as mm-hmm. it rolls. And the music is getting more and more tense. Yeah. Yeah. As he gets to the beer bottle and steps over it. Right. And then and the music releases. And I'm like, what? I was like, this whole scene, I was like, what's going, what's going on? Oh, I, I knew, like, as soon as he started putting dishes away. Yeah. But he, so he starts, he's like, he stumbles over to the sink, kind of leans on it, puts the dishes that are in the sink away on the drying rack, two plates like a colander, and then he takes this big, like, two-pronged fork that's for, like, steak and stuff and, like, grilling. Yeah. Or whatever. Like, and the big, like the, the big, big, the big, the big, big barbecue fork. Barbecue fork. And he, uh, washes his face in the sink. Like, he, he puts the, the big fork, like, in the dish, uh, drying rack. He washes his face in the sink and then he yells for Grossman and he walks for, he's like, he turned around so his back to the sink now and he walks forward a step or two and he steps on the beer bottle, falls backwards and hits the back of his head onto the fork and it goes like straight through his whole head like out like out his mouth like like in the back of his neck out his mouth and i was like okay and i had to skip this because yeah i i I watched it for the i mean because i i watched it twice right so i watched Mm -hmm. it the first time i was like oh boy and uh then the second time i was like i don't need to watch this again (laughs) this was gross gross. uh because like grosser than they get sometimes like I was, like, in a public place, yeah. and I was, like, am I, I'm, like, I had to have the brightness all the way up, because if you don't, you literally can't see anything. Yeah. It's a dark show. But, of course, this was a bright scene. Of course, out of all the scenes, this was, like, a really bright scene. So, he was, like, hey, and then, like, his head was, you know, through the thing. And, um, and the scene lasts for, like, five seconds, showing yeah. him... It's, yeah. like, a long shot on and that I'm like, effect. And I'm, like, his, his scream... And then, like, the choking Gargling. sounds uh, are what wait, finally wake Grossman, who, like, staggers to his feet, turns and sees Wayne choking and gargling, and he screams. Yeah. Yeah, I ha- I put, pressed the forward button. I was like, okay, because I, I watched, like, two seconds of it, and then I was like, mm, no. So I pressed the forward because I was like, normally I would have watched through it, but I didn't want anyone to see it and then... I don't know, be really disturbed by it around me. Yeah. So I pressed forward and then it was just the doom black screen. Yeah. Because it was just, and I heard like, ah, doom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, Dean is looking at the lottery tickets and Sam is on the phone with Bobby. He's like, uh, we didn't know. And Bobby's like, you touched it? He's like, damn it, Sam. Dad, Sam's like, dad never told us about this thing. You knew about the storage space in Black Rock? And he's like, his lockup? Yeah, I knew. Uh, I built the curse boxes for him. Bobby says, like, listen, you got a serious problem. That foot is no dime store notion. It's real hoodoo. Old world shit made by a Baton Rouge conjure woman a hundred years ago. Like, that that great. sounds made up. That sounds made up. I'm dubious about that. Made that's, up shit. That's made up. Yeah. And uh, it sounds like, well, it's a hell of a luck charm. And Bobby's like, it's not a luck charm. It's it a curse. Is. That's the whole point. She made it to kill people. You touch it, you own it, you get a run of good luck, you lose it, that luck turns bad, so bad, you're dead in a week. And, uh, well, we just won't lose it. Well, we just won't lose it. Like, Everybody loses, loses it. it. That's Wait, the but... point. So Sam's like, well, how do we break the curse? Like, I'm like, well, you could have just not touched it in the first place, Sam. Or like, uh, well, I didn't know. I didn't know. <laughs> And uh, like, Bobby's like, I don't know if you can break the curse. Like, you've gotten yourself into this. He's like, let me look through my library, make some calls, and you guys sit tight. That's like rule of thumb. 
you if you see like in those types of boxes, if right? There was an if, object, if you're like, ah, oh, I know that it's a cursed box for a cursed object. Like, don't sh- touch don't it. Don't touch the or box. Like, and uh, if it's open gloves. and you know that it was an object that was in the box originally, don't touch the object. Same, you know, like think of like SCPs or something. You know, you're not supposed to touch it. Yeah, SCPs. Secure, contain, protect. It's a video game thing. Oh. Well, not just video game, just uh, theory. Yeah. Of, like, a thought process. Monsters that are, like, have to be contained. Kind of aliens. Aliens or monsters or, like, just creatures. Creature things. What is this game? SCP... There are tons of... It's, like, a type of game. A theory of game of story. The original one is SCP Containment Breach. Yeah, so like tons of different games that are in that genre. So Bobby hangs up and Dina's like, dude, we're up five, 15 grand. Yeah, Dina's excited. <laughs> He's excited about these lottery tickets. Um, so this this item, um, this this uh, this magic item, it, it's it uh, it's interesting. I, I was talking to to Dad about this, so. You you get the rabbit's foot, you are its owner. Mm-hmm. You have an incredible run of good luck, but at some point you will lose it. Yeah, which is which would be a bad luck thing. Yeah. yeah. So there must be worked into into this magic item some intent to get lost. Yeah, like in a similar way to like the way the One Ring works, mm-hmm. um, where it will lose, get lost on purpose. Yeah. It will, you know, drop off your finger, you know, to try to find a new wearer. There has to be some, like, intent, like, malevolent intent built into this right. rabbit's foot. There is one piece of bad luck that you will always have, and, and, and it is to lose You You luck. will lose it, because um, it won't have to be picked up by the next person. Yeah. Which, like, like that's that's a fun... That's a cool design. That's a cool, that's a cool object design. Yeah. So our next scene, the boys are going into, like, they've been in the parking lot of this restaurant. They're heading into the restaurant. Dean wants to go to Vegas. Yeah. He's like, don't worry, Bobby will find a way to break it, like this curse. Until then, let's go to Vegas. You can pull a little rain man. And um, Sam says, like, we should lay low until Bobby cause, calls back. So they go up to the, the little host podium thing and... Ask for a table for two, please. And the host is so excited. And he goes, congratulations! And there's an alarm, and hey! confetti falls, and balloons fall. And he pulls out a giant check. One of those giant checks. And he's like, you are the one millionth guest at the of the Biggerson's restaurant family. And uh, he, there's somebody's there taking pictures, like, snap, 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 snap. And on this, on the um, the check, it says, like, that it's good for, like, free food for one year. Oh, my God. Uh, then one pic, like, flashes, and we see Sam is making an, like, ew, I'm uncomfortable here face. Uh, like, oh, that flash is bright. That flash is so bright. Like, what? And Dean is smiling genuinely. He's like, he's this like, is, like, this is the best day of my life. This is so much fun. <laughs> Our next scene, we're in uh, Kubrick's RV. He and Creedy are just finishing running through their, like, address books, calling people, you know, putting out the word, looking for Sam. Kubrick's like, and, you know, now we wait. And Creedy's like, now we eat. Yeah. (laughs) Eat food. Yep. Uh, So Kubrick's like, good idea. What do you like? I got canned everything. And Creedy's like, no. No, I meant, like, real food. Like, eating, not eating in the RV. He's like, I know a good place. Uh, Wide menu, good service, homey atmosphere, garlic knots. Uh, He's like, the the menu's on their website, like, trying to get him to, like... And Kubrick doesn't seem thrilled about this idea. No. He, like... 
Th- like he's trying to convince him to go out. And he's but. like, and, and Creedy's like, like, like almost like hesitant in like in his pitch. Yeah. Like what is their dynamic? I have no idea. It's super weird. They're in like a weird abusive relationship. Yeah. It's, yeah. <laughs> he, Kubrick just seemed like, he seems like about to say like, absolutely not. We have canned food in the RV. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, but no. Like, it's it. Their dynamic is really weird. Just like the the kind of like hedging way Creedy's like, he's like like listen. There's a wide menu. It's a, like a homey atmosphere. You will Good be comfortable service. there. You will be comfortable, Mister Mister. I'm I'm scared of everything and live in my RV and I'm you know a paranoid religious nut. Like, yeah, and like you won't have to be on the spot because the menu's on their website. We can so decide what we want before you get there. Before you get there. Yeah, it's it's <laughs> like like this this place will be comfortable for you. Like, yeah. what, like, like, I'm, what is their relationship? How do they know each other? Why, why are we, t- it's super weird. I mean, he seems to know him. They do. Right? They seem to know each other, but it's like, it's just a weird They're, dynamic. It's, it's just a really weird dynamic. It's written like it's supposed to be like a buddy comedy. Yeah. But it's not. But it's off. It's, there's, there's something there's, off. There's something off about it. So back at the restaurant, Sam is doing research. Dana's eating ice cream. And it's good. And Sam confirms the the lore that Bobby gave them that it's this is hoodoo and that the like the way you make this special rabbit's foot is like it can't be just any rabbit it has to be in a cemetery under a full moon on Friday the 13th and Dean is like not really listening he's just eating ice cream and having a good time yeah he's like I think from now on the only place we go to places that have a bigger sins and then he gets a brain freeze and Sam's looking at him like like come on come on man and a waitress walks up with coffee Mm-hmm. And like the camera is like at like table level watching Sam and Dean and yeah. the waitress walks into the camera's shot. So yeah. it's just a shot of her ass. Yeah. As she does like a slinky walk to the table. It's just ass shot all the way to the table. Hips and ass. And uh, she's like, can I freshen you up? And she flirtily pours Sam's Sam's like, Sam coffee. Uh, yeah, sure. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> And slides his cup over. She fills it and is looking at him and kind of overfills and spills it a little. She's like, oh, 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 oh let me, let me clean that up. He's like, no worries. That's okay. She's like, it's no trouble. And like, he's like, uh, okay. And then she, she cleans it up with a little, this blue towel that she has. And she's like, sorry about that. And he's like, it's all right. Ma- she makes eyes at Sam the whole time and turns and walks away with this towel in her hand. And turns to look back as she walks away and smiles. The boys lean into each other and turn to stare at her while she walks away. And she looks back again as she turn as she goes around the counter and like back into the kitchen. Dean says, like, dude, if you were ever gonna get lucky. I'm like, okay. Okay. So in the in this scene, I <laughs> Do you recognize her? I, 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 or, I well, I recognize her as the character as this character. Okay. But because I know her from something else. You, right, yeah, I think you, you, yeah, you know her from The Walking Dead. Yes, right. So I, rec- but like, I couldn't, I, I didn't know this was the, 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 the episode where that we meet this character. Okay, and as she's like, you know, filled in Sam's coffee, and then we see her face. She's, she's got this black, like black, black bob. Yeah, with like bangs, which and it's like a short, like bobbed, like to her ears. But it looks, it looks like like you're in a spy movie. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. yes. Like you're in Spy Kids. Yes, it looks. <laughs> Specifically, like a Spy Kids wig, which threw me. I was yeah. like, "That hair is weird." Yeah, yeah. It's like that's not normal hair. She's gonna start blowing bubble gum. Yeah, yeah. she's got sunglasses she needs, she needs on, big, and big sunglasses, sunglasses. And, a, and and bubble gum, and like weird gadgets. Like to, it was to stick to the bottom of someone's shoes so that you know it yeah, was it does specifically weird... Spy Kids hair. Yes, 
And I was like, that's weird. And I'm like, her face is familiar. But with the hair, I couldn't place it. Yeah. And I was like, she's got weird hair. That's all I could think I about. Think she's part, got weird hair. It was part of her plan. That was she part knows, of the disguise was all you're thinking about is her weird hair. Well, all you're thinking about is, is like, that hair reminds me of Spy Kids. <laughs> and, and she's like, yes, I know. You're not thinking you're about not, my face. You're not thinking, you're thinking about my face. About you're, my think, weird no, you're, you're, you're just thinking about Spy Kids now. Ha, <laughs> ah, you can't get Spy Kids out of your head now. And, and by the time you connect the dots, I'm already gone. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so it sounds like chill out, like, and then he spills his coffee on himself, like, uh, like on the table, all over his pants. And in re- response to that, he stands up and runs into a waiter, smacking him and with a tray full of food and the waiter falls down in the food, like, and, like when his tray goes flying. And Dean is like, huh, like, how, how was that good? Yeah. <laughs> like, why is that good? Like, what about that's that like, was lucky? And in horror, Sam turns out his po- the pocket where he put the rabbit's foot and it's empty. When he put it in his pocket to begin with, D- Stephen was like, don't put it in your pocket! <laughs> I know! That's a like, terrible that's so place dumb. for that. It's so bad. That's such a bad place. Like, you're gonna lose it. That's the point. And I and have even to... even worse place would be in your back pocket. Right? Or yeah. like... Yeah. Like, I have to imagine that's part of the... Like, it's it's like he's not really thinking about it. He just yeah, puts it in his pocket. pocket. It has to be part of the... The magic of the, you'll lose this. Yeah. And so um, it's gonna make you do this kind of thing where you put it in your pocket just and like you just un- forget un- about like it. Unthinkingly. Yep. Yeah. At least he could... If he has, like, an inside pocket... That would have been a better place right. to but and zip nope, up your coat. Nope. Nope. Dean's like, son of a bitch. And they go, they get up to leave. Outside of the restaurant, we see the waitress holding the rag in her hand. And we get sort of like a little music yeah. thing as she's, you know, crossing the parking lot. A little slow-mo as she takes off the mm-hmm. wig, the Spy Kids wig, yep. and fluffs out her hair. Her hair, which looks you know, much more natural than yeah. her wig Yeah, did. it's like a like kind of light blonde, or light brown. Yeah, um, kind of like beachy waves. Yeah. And she tosses the uh, the Spy Kids wig in the dumpster and um, the rabbit's foot in in the towel she wraps up and puts in her apron. She, you know, takes off. Smiles and runs away. And, of course, she's handling it so that she isn't touching the foot. Right. And the boys run out of the restaurant, and Sam eats shit on a bump in the pavement. Uh, He just drops. He's like, whoa! Yeah, they're they're about, they're like, they're they're running, running, running. Let's go. Thunk. And he stands up, and he's got bloody knees. It's like a bad fall. Completely ripped through both pants knees. Skin his knees. Both knees bloody. Like, so that would hurt. Like, it looks like if, like, like when I would go, like, roller skating. Yeah. It was like, with that momentum, he just fell and, like, like, (sighs) broke his knees. Uh, Or, like... Like, you know that feeling of when you fall on pavement in your hand? Oh, yeah. The yeah. road rash. It's like, yeah. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. And it's, like, hot. Mm-hmm. Dean is like, wow, you suck. <laughs> and he's like, so now I guess your luck turns bad. And so I was like, I guess. He's like, I wonder how bad. Kubrick, in, back in the RV, he's like, looks good. I like it when they drop the whole onion in the fryer. Yeah, like, talking good. about the menu. They're, they're yeah. talking about the choices. And, like, they're looking I at did, the laptop. Like, I did like that. Like, yeah, I like, like it when they drop the whole onion, onion in the fryer. <laughs> and Creedy's like, like, Creedy's like, okay. Okay, we good. found a spot. Like, we found a restaurant. Like, let's look for the nearest location. But he's like, what? <laughs> he just, he searches. And then in disbelief, he turns the computer around to Kubrick. And he's like, are you seeing that? 
And it's the millionth customer picture with Sam in the picture looking so like, uncomfortable eh, and Dean looking just sad. Smiling. And Kubrick's like, yes, I am. And he big smile and then like looks, looks up. up like, thank you, God. Our God is an awesome God. God. <laughs> um, Grossman is in the apartment, uh, in his apartment, looking at a photo of him and Wayne. Um, in, like, bad, like, sombreros or something, like, doing, like, a Cinco de Mayo thing yeah. or something. Yeah. And um, he goes, adios, compadre. And he pours out some liquor on the floor. <laughs> I know. <laughs> like, just on the floor. They're not even outside. No, it's just yeah, on no. the floor. It's not into a bottle or into a no, glass. It's no, like, just, just pour it on the hardwood floor. <laughs> pour, so pour one out. Pour one out for me. Directly on the floor. On the floor. He was... I thought it was going to be, like, an oh, no, and he was going to, like, light a match or something. Oh. No, nope. like he no, was just pouring no, out one for, yeah, for your buddy. You, you pour one out for your friends directly yeah. on the floor. Directly on the floor. Right on the hardwood floor. Yep. Sam and Dean walk in, and Grossman's like, oh man, what do you want? <laughs> Dean's like, heard about your friend. Bad luck. Grossman's like, piss off. Like, I, I'm grieving. I found him like that. Yeah, like, like why? Why are you being so mean to me? <laughs> <laughs> you guys came in here and beat me up, and now you're now making you're fun being, of me. Now you're making fun of me. <laughs> oh, now you're making fun of me. Now you're making fun of me. No, 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 no. You misunderstood. <laughs> Dean is like, oh, we know someone hired you to steal the rabbit's foot, a woman. And Grossman's like, aha, did you know? Uh, how did you know? And Dean is like, well, because she stole it back from us. Grossman thinks this is very funny. He's like, listen, man. Or Sam, Sam is like, listen, man. And Sam steps into the wire that connects to the radio, knocks over the radio and the lamp, and falls. He and grabs, grabs the, the lamp and just falls on his face. And we hear the crash. And Dean does like, like Dean Sam, you okay, bud? <laughs> and Sam's like, yeah, I'm good. And he's like, gets up onto the couch, like uh, on the back of the couch. And Dean is like, I want you to tell us her name. And Grossman's like, screw you. Uh, and Dean's like, he says that it wasn't a freak accident that killed your partner. And Grossman's like, bah. Yeah, Dean explains the whole bad luck situation when, like, how the rabbit's foot works. And he's like, and then also magic is real. And then he does the whole, like, I, I know people, like, I can read people. Yeah. You are a thief and a scumbag, but you're not a killer. He's like, and this, this magic item... It kills people, and those deaths will be on you. Is yeah. That, like, is, like, is that what he's like, want? my brother is next. How ma- Who knows how many innocents after that? And then he zooms in on the guy, and he's like, <sighs> like, no, I'm not a killer. I'm not a killer. Yeah. Um, Which is funny, because Wayne was. Wayne absolutely was. For sure. He was about to, he was killing Sam. Like, he yeah. pulled the trigger, but the gun was jammed. Mm-hmm. He was ready to kill him. We're with Kubrick by the RV outside at night. There are three bumper stickers on the RV. Did you see them? No. What were they? They said, how would Jesus drive? Okay, right. okay. Don't make me come down there, quote from God. <laughs> and Bethlehem or bust. Wow. Wow, so we know who he is. Yeah. Right off the bat. Yeah. If if you couldn't tell by the giant portrait of Jesus with the, the crown of thorns and also the weird little, the little Jesus, Jesus. Jesus. The, the weird little, little Jesus. Handheld Jesus. Creedy says that no one saw which way they went, like his others went. He's holding a to-go foil wrapped up like a swan. Um, which is from Archer. <laughs> um, it's uh, no, not from that, but in Archer, 
they whenever they go to like this one restaurant that's how they wrap up their to-go orders and then when it like drips on the floor it's like that's how we get ants it's like <laughs> their big joke it's right like, or like when they drop donuts on the floor it's like lana that's how we get ants mm-hmm. but it's like do you want ants that's how you get ants Creedy's like their their meal was free so no credit card trail kubrick's like we'll get them and Creed's like, how are you so sure? And uh, Kubrick is like, because there's a higher power at work here. I know now. Ooh. That's who you are. I, 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 no, that's who you are. That's who you are. The police? That's who you are. Okay, so I didn't... Now I get this whole thing that we're talking about it. When I was watching it, I was like, okay, so... Now is he realizing that? Is it? I was like, okay, so is it like he thinks that his Sam is like psychic or something? I wasn't getting the whole God thing. I oh, was he like, like, looks up and is like, thanks God, hey, hey. my bro, <laughs> my bro, my buddy, my main dude, <laughs> my main man, my main, my main man. <laughs> Uh, at the apartment building, Sam and Dean are coming out of the building. Dean answers the phone. It's Bobby. As they step off the curb, Sam steps directly in a pile of gum. Yeah. Yeah. And Dean walks around it. Yep. Yeah. Bobby says that he found some kind of cleansing ritual. And um, Dean's like, well, that's great. Except Sam, uh, <laughs> Sam lost the foot. <laughs> and he's like, what? Uh, and Dean's like, well, this hot chick stole it from him. Uh, he says, like, that she was in her mid twenties, sharp, you know, like uh, good enough of a to good enough to con, good enough a con to play us. And Sam is trying to scrape the gum off of his shoe on a broken grate um, in the yeah. ground. And he's just like in the background, like yeah. like Dean's in the foreground on the phone having this conversation with Bobby. In the background, Sam is like, "Oh, I got gum on my shoe. Just I was scrape, 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 scrape it, it off." I was only focusing on Sam. I know this whole, this whole scene. scene. I was like, "He's gonna he's gonna fall. His whole leg is gonna go down into the hole in this grate, which he, which is something I'm afraid of. Yeah. Which is something I'm afraid of anyway. But like, it had a big hole in it. I'm like, and you're just like pushing your foot into it like over." and over again like you're gonna you're gonna fall is this something you were afraid of living in new york city that you were that you would fall down one of those grates maybe a little a bit hole? but like not not as much of a manhole as like no, subway grates so, yeah the um, big subway grates yeah uh I'm, I'm afraid of those sometimes because sometimes it looked a little bit eroded and i'm like ooh, that's a little scary but more more than that i feel like i was afraid of it on like chorus risers mm. if you were in the back or like that you'd the, fall that, off. or like if you were on the corner between two risers that like mm-hmm, that you'd fall that down you'd fall down or like that your foot would there, get stuck there in was it. a kid that did fall not like well they were like hanging off of the back oh being stupid and then they well, fell. Well, that's that's yeah, different. That's I mean, different. like <laughs> I mean, like like on this level of bad luck, like spontaneous <laughs> when you're like, um, like and like like I'm I'm like mildly afraid that I'm going to fall down like a sewer grate or something. Yeah, but I'm what I'm like even more afraid of is you know like if I'm walking and I'm crossing with the sewer grates that like on this level of spontaneous bad things happening I'm scared I'm gonna drop my keys I'm gonna lose everything in my pockets or my phone everything in my pockets (laughs) is just going to end up in the sewer grate yeah first I have these I have these weird like intrusive thoughts of me just like pushing my phone into the sewer grate (laughs) like like, go in there get down there (laughs) like I like like no no I have like it's it's like or like my keys I'm like you won't fit down the slot I'm like but they wouldn't fall like, and I wouldn't drop them. But, like, what if I do? Like, yeah, you're going to fall. I, and they're like, going to fall all the way down. Like, my, my thought is, like, in the style of the gun flying across the room into Sam's hand. Yeah, yeah. My everything on my person flying <laughs> off of my person and into the sewer. 
Like, 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 uh, Santa Claus, uh, the, the chimney fits the, well, yeah, like the yeah. sewer grates will, like, open just, up and just swallow, swallow yeah. your things. Yeah, and then I'll just loot, like, and then, like, I, that, that's my wallet, and my keys, and my phone, and yep. like, now I'm stranded in New York City. <laughs> <laughs> I have and some, no one, I have rational thoughts. <laughs> and no one will believe you, because they're like, well, that's crazy. Yeah, <laughs> like, everything you own fell down a sewer grate? Okay. Were you so, shaking your purse? No, 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 it's like, okay, like, you're just asking us for money for drugs, or, like, like, and you're like, no, I need money to get to the train to get home to get. And they're like, yeah, because I've can heard I just, this story a bunch. Can I just call my mom? Get <laughs> your phone to call my mom. <laughs> it, so Sam in the background is scraping his shoe off, uh, and you know Dean's having this conversation with Bobby, and he's like, yeah, like she only gave the guys a name, uh, maybe an alias, Luigi or something. The Luigi board. And Sam calls from the background, uh, Lugosi. Still trying to scrape the gum off his shoe, and he's like, Lugosi. Bobby's like, Lugosi. Oh, crap. It's probably Bella. And Dean's like, oh, Bella Lugosi. That's cute. Do you know who Bella Lugosi is? No. Dracula. Played famous old movie actor. Played Dracula. Okay. Bobby says that Bella Talbot is her real name. And Dean asks if she was a hunter. And Bobby says, like, pretty far from it. She knows her way around the territory. uh, But she's been out of the country. Last I heard, she was in the Middle East somewhere. And Dean's like, well, guess she's back. Bobby's like, well, that's serious bad luck for you. Um, if it is Bella, at least I might know some folks who know where to find her. And uh, Dean thanks Bobby again. And Bobby says, just look out for your brother, you idiot. Hey! It's our first one. Hey, it's idiot. You called him idiot. That's who we are. That's who we are. <laughs> that's who we are. <laughs> um, and he he does say it fondly. Yes, mm-hmm. it's like like yeah. like, Idiot. like it's just, and it's just like the oh my god, you guys, you're <laughs> so fucking guys, dumb, so like dumb. like so fucking dumb. It's like you got like I've got stuff to do, guys. Can, yeah, can you keep yourselves together for five minutes, please? So in the meantime, in the background, as Sam's been scraping, trying to scrape the gum off his shoe <laughs> on the broken storm drain. He has scraped his shoe off his foot and into the storm drain. <laughs> he's just like, oh. Dean's oh, like, no. like, what? And he's like, I lost my shoe. And he just, he looks so he's dejected. Like, yeah, man. Huh. I lost my shoe. This dejected Sam who says, I lost my shoe, is one of the famous early season supernatural lines. Oh, good. <laughs> I lost my shoe. Oh, it's the, it's this, it's this scene. It's famous. Love that. He's like, <laughs> just like yeah, Dean turns away and kind of sighs. Like, oh my god! So the boys pull into a motel. Um, Dean is on the phone. Yep, while as driving. He's driving. So Dean is on the phone with Bobby, and Bobby has managed to get them the tip as to where they think Bella is. Bobby thinks Bella is in Queens, which Dean says it'll take me about two hours to get there. Now they are still in Black Rock. Right, which we know is in Buffalo, New right. York. Yes. And we have family. So Right, we know a little bit about we, Buffalo. We know a little bit about the geography of New York. Yeah, we, 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 live, we live in New York. We know a little bit about the geography. A little bit a lot. A little bit. I have lived in Buffalo. I have lived in western New York. You, Patricia, have lived in New York City. Yes. Near Queens. Near Queens. Not really, but you know. <laughs> Closer than Closer Buffalo. Closer than Buffalo. Uh, you know what's from- also hard to get to? Queens. You know what is hard to get to from anywhere else in the state, though? Queens. Um, 
you know, it's like hard to get to in, or what, what takes like a good, like, I don't know, seven hours, maybe five to seven hours getting from Buffalo to Queens. <laughs> <laughs> so I have done like most of this drive before. Um, the, the way you would do this in like a reasonable amount of time would be to go like the Southern tier. Right. So, so you go from Buffalo down, you have to basically, I mean, you cut right past Geneseo, you go through Mount Morris, mm -hmm. down to Corning, over to Binghamton, right along the Pennsylvania border, yeah. basically. That's like 390 is down there. It's, I've, I've done that drive before. We've, I've done that drive in pretty good time. Often, and, and like, just because I, like, I've, because I've done this drive before, and I know often there is construction that detours you into Pennsylvania. <laughs> if that happens, you've, that's the whole day. <laughs> you <laughs> just, you've lost you've, a day. You've lost the whole day because, uh, it, then, then it's just, it's just detours. It's oh. just construction everywhere. Oh. Um, and then you're, and then you're lost in Pennsylvania. That, like, so, you know, fingers crossed that it is not the time <laughs> the of year. The new Home Alone movie. Lost in Pennsylvania. <laughs> <laughs> so fingers crossed it is not the time of year when lots of construction is happening because, because otherwise this is detour. Um, what, like if you are trying to make good time, I can see you making this drive in like five hours. If you are breaking every traffic law, maybe four. Yeah, definitely not two. No, it's 400 miles. Yeah. From Buffalo to Queens. It's 400 miles. Yeah. No, you're, no. And he's like, you're yeah, not doing that. that take me about two hours tops. And it's not, it's because it's not like a straight line. No. You have to go. He just, so it, he like, just like draws a line of, from the, from the, <laughs> I'm, going to, I'm going to fly there. If in you my car. flew there on an airplane, it might be about two hours. Yeah. He's like, I'm going to fly in my car. Yeah. We know that Dean doesn't fly. No. So, uh, that's not how that happens. But um, Sam's like, okay, so what are we doing then? And uh, Dean's like, you, my brother, are staying here because I don't want your bad luck getting us killed. And they roll past the RV. So does the RV know what their car looks like? Does the RV know, or you mean the people in the RV? The pe does Kubrick know what their <laughs> does car Kubrick looks like? Know what the car looks like? Probably. Um, I yeah. imagine. I imagine Gordon would have told him, "Hey, look out for Sam's brother. Dean has has an Impala. has a '67 Chevy Impala." Shiny black. Yeah. yeah. Hard to miss. <laughs> so Dean puts Sam in a motel room. He see, put, he, you know, puts him in a chair. He says, I want you to sit here. Don't move. Don't do anything. He said, tells him not even to scratch his nose. Don't even breathe. And like with Dean's idea that this drive is going to take two hours, he's going to drive two hours to Queens, have do whatever he needs to do with Bella, and then drive two hours back. So he's going to be gone for like five hours at the most. Right. He wants Sam to sit there and don't touch anything for five hours. For three days? <laughs> Knowing what we know about the actual drive from Buffalo to New York. Yeah, that would take, like, a lot longer, and uh, Sam would be alone for a lot longer. I mean, that drive takes at least four hours. Yeah. Sam's going to be alone for nine, yeah. at least. Yeah, at least nine hours. That's <laughs> a long time. To so just sit. Yeah. Don't touch anything. Don't, don't breathe. I <laughs> just... Don't move. As 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 Dean like leaves, he shuts the door. Sam like scratches his nose. Yeah, he's like, I, it, and the scrunch in his nose. He's like, I, I, I gotta do it now. I gotta scratch my nose. He's because he's just because he said something. Like, now my nose itches, and then he's like just sitting there like pouting. So they tell us that we are in Queens. Yes, our next scene is in Queens. They tell us we get this uh, shot of the city skyline. There is a bridge somewhere. It's one of the New York bridges. One of those, maybe. 
Well, because well, I mean, they're telling it is, us it it's clean. They're telling us it's so clean. It's gonna and, be and one it of is. The, it's a skyline view of New York City. It's one of the bridges in New York. But but then what we, are the bridges in New York, Patricia? There are five of them. Are there? Five? There are five big ones. So Bella is in an apartment in Queens. It's a pretty fancy apartment. Yeah. Based on apartments you have uh, experience with in New York, Patricia. <laughs> yeah. Is this a large and fancy apartment? This is a very expensive apartment uh, that she has. And she's on the phone and we hear she has this British accent. Um Unclear whether the actor has an accent, has that accent, or has a different version of that accent because she grew up in America, but then went to England when she was like 13 and then stayed there through college. So I assume she can do a British accent. So she can. Maybe she just like was around it enough that she like absorbed it and was and now is able to do one. But I don't know if that's what like she just thinks it or like that she like does as her accent. Like I know that this is a really early acting role for her. Okay. She does a what? What kind of accent does she do on uh, Walking Dead? Like a southern. She was on that for a while. Yeah. I think she the the whole run still on it. Or I mean, like when it was like. I think it's over. I think it's over too. Yeah. Oh, I thought it was still going. Well, there's there's all there's, there's also Fear the, the Walking Dead. There's, just, a, there's a spinoff. Yeah. Mm. But I'm not sure. I'm not sure if she's like how far I think she got, was on till the end. Um, she was like one of the people who didn't die. Wow. Um, yeah. Because so many people did. Yeah. Well, yes. It's, it's a, zombie a zombie show. show. No, but not even like because of zombies. No. But, yeah. No. Yeah. No. It could because people are awful. Because people are awful. Dairy. <laughs> Yup, no. <laughs> so she's like, she's in the middle of a conversation on the phone, and she's like, you know, like, but because you shook on one point five, uh, she's like, well, maybe I should take it somewhere else. And she says, she says, whoever this person is, Luke, uh, like, don't threaten me. You don't scare me. Skywalker is that it? Yeah, yeah, that's who she's talking yeah, to. Definitely. Um, yeah. One handy. Yep. She says like. um... See you at the airstrip in one hour and hangs up. She watches Dean coming upstairs on some security camera monitors. She doesn't see it. We see. Oh it. yeah, sorry. Uh, we she's watching the or like she she looks up and we see, or like we see um Dean going up uh the stairs and security cameras and then she looks up and like misses it or she. she I don't think she saw him on the monitors. So like when she she was moving around the apartment on the phone, she says hi to her cat who's sitting on the counter. And she goes over and, like, picks up the rabbit's foot with a set of tongs. Yeah. Right. And, like, shows it to her cat. And there's, like, a faint sound off screen. And, like, the, 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 the cat, like, hisses. And that's when she looks up and, and, and then looks at the camera. doesn't see anything. There's, a, like, a, like, a faint noise. And she then she goes for the gun and goes to investigate. Yeah, so we see Dean go in. Uh, she grabs this gun from, like, a wine fridge storage cooler. I feel like that would make the gun cold, and then as soon as it came out of there, very slippery. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it would. If um, it's hot outside. Well, yeah, I mean, if it's any temperature, like, if it's, like, in a cool storage space, like, it'll be, like, a little bit, like, mm-hmm. slippery when you go into room temp. Who knows? Maybe it's a ruse, and... It, the fridge is actually not cold. There was red wine in there. Yeah. What if it's just... There like, was also white, I There think, was also though. white wine, so... I don't know. Um, Does red wine not need to be refrigerated? Yeah, no. No, you drink it at room temperature. So, yeah, maybe it's just like... Which means it's yucky. So maybe it just <laughs> yeah. means that it's like a fake fridge. It's not actually... But there was stuff in it. There's, there was wine in it. 
No, I'm I'm saying that there there was it wasn't a. It's not like cool. actually wine in it. No, I'm saying that it's not cool. But then, but you would need to refrigerate the white wine that was in there. Ah, oh. you should. Does it get? Yeah, you're not supposed to put ice cubes in white wine. <gasps> yeah, you're not supposed to. You're not supposed to. Does it like hurt you? No, no it, like it just waters it. it. Waters it down, and also if you do that in like a restaurant, everyone's gonna be like, "What the fuck is wrong with you?" Then I will do that every time when I <laughs> when you have when wine. I have wine. Grandma used to do that. Yeah. Should, well, she, should we drink what? Pina, Pina Grigio. Pina Grigio yep, with, with, ice. with a handful of ice in it. You know what? And she rocked that. That was like a specific thing, like a specific look, a specific <laughs> like, like, mood. It was like, why are you drinking wine? Just have some water at that point. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, she uh, gets her gun, walks down the hall, and we see an alarm uh, system near the door saying like error and it's beeping. The door is open. Yeah, there is a sticky note on the alarm that says turn around. How long? Oh my god. This he, he was he like was... Did it, did it, <laughs> let me do this. Like let me See, write this down and put this up there for There her. was not enough time. No, he had no. to do it ahead of time. He yeah. knew he was gonna do this bit. Yeah. He did this is for the bit. He planned it for the bit. <laughs> He's like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm the only other person here. I'm the only one who thinks this is funny. Yep. Turn around. Oh. He doesn't get there in time, though, when she turns around and he's not there. And she's like, uh, oh, what? <laughs> Dean is there uh, with a gun aimed at her. She turns and raises her gun. And uh, he says, you left without your tip. And Bella looks, like, mad, but also, like... That's actually pretty funny. Yeah. <laughs> like, 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 she's, you know like, what? she's like, actually, this is really funny. Actually, it's kind of funny. I'm furious. But also, that was pretty funny. <laughs> Sam is in the motel room, and the AC starts making noises, starts smoking, and then we see fire. Poof. And Sam's just like, like oh, oh, come, come on. on. Like, come on. Like, no. I was literally sitting in a room by myself doing nothing, and this happens. Like, I did what you told me to do, man. So he, he like, gets up and, like, kind of cautiously <laughs> oh, uh, grabs a blanket and pats down, like, five times on this, <laughs> on the, uh, on the AC, like, like, trying like, to get the if, fire down. If the fire's in there, it's, that's not... You're not gonna pat it down by patting on the outside of... But okay. It's so silly. And then, uh... He so he's trying to pat this fire down, and then his arm catches on fire. And to try to put that out, he tries to he uses, pat it. He pulls the he like uses the curtains, uh, right at this window, like to like try to pat his arm down. And as he's doing that, he like pulls on the curtains and pulls on the and like wads them up and pats, 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 and pulls the curtains off the rod and falls down backwards, knocking himself out on the floor. Standing in front of him. At the window that he just took all these curtains down from is Kubrick and Creedy. They just they they're just standing outside on the sidewalk, and they watch the curtains pull away, and there's Sam knocked out on the floor, and they're both just like, "Wow, <laughs> wow!" <laughs> and Kubrick looks up and smiles. Back in Bella's apartment, Bella and Dean are in a standoff. They've got their guns pointed at each other, and they're having like a little back little and banter. Forth. Well, you're going to give it back. Uh, no, I'm not. Uh, <laughs> yes, will. Yeah, well, yeah, we'll <laughs> see. No, no, you. We'll, we'll, no, we'll no, see you. That. no, no, you. Um, he says, like, you know, it's cursed. Like, she says, like, that you'd be surprised what people, some people would pay for something like this. It's a lucrative market out there. A uh, lot to be made. You hunters with amulets and talismans. She's like that you used to stop the big bad monsters. And Dean's like, so you know the truth, like, about what's going on out there. 
uh, and this is what you decide to do with it, you become a thief. And she's like, I procure unique items for a select clientele. Uh, and he's like, a thief. Yeah, you know, that's, that's, what, I, that's, that's what I just said. Yes, yes. She says, no, a great thief. Back at the motel, Sam is being duct taped to a chair and, you know, kind of comes to. Creedy is amazed that they didn't have to touch him at all. <laughs> yeah. It just went, you just went all spastic and knocked yourself out. And Sam's like, who are you? What do you want? <laughs> uh, and Kubrick is, like, snaps and points in Sam's face. And stares at him for a second. And he's like, I used to think your friend Gordon sent me. And, like, when he says that line, I'm like, he did send. Yeah. He did send you. He did send you. What do you think? And And Sam's like, oh, Gordon, come on. Like, Like, this this is what's... Okay, yep, that caught up to us. Kubrick says that that Gordon asked uh, him to track him down and put a bullet in his brain. And Sam's like, that sounds like Gordon. (laughs) Um... And Kubrick says, you know, but I'm on a mission from God and smack Sam across the face. Great. Great. Like you're, you're in the loop and you're crazy. Think about the hunting lifestyle and the type of personality that attracts, right? People who like guns. People, People who, who, who are... want to fight evil, but don't know what, e- like, don't have a good grasp of what evil means. People who are already sort of predisposed to that sort of secretive, anti-government yeah. prepper lifestyle. This gives them direction. I mean, this guy's got like an RV full of guns. Like, he, mm. like it's like that type of person anyway, predisposed to the hunter lifestyle. Just, you know, toss in like like, like he is a holy warrior idea. Yeah. Like, he's like, I this, I'm on a mission from God whenever I'm killing monsters. Not uncommon type of stance for a hunter to take. Hunters, as a group, are not the most stable people (laughs) in Bella's apartment. They're still at the standoff, but they're no longer, like, arms fully extended with their guns. Their arms are a little bit more relaxed because, you know, holding your your arm out for a little while. Guns are are kind of heavy. And and your arm gets tired really quickly when you hold it out holding something kind of heavy. So both of them have kind of bent elbows and are much more, like, are... We're still at a standoff, but our arms are tired. It's like when you have to end up holding your arm up with your other hand when you're raising your hand. your hand in class, and you're like, wow, my hand, my arm hurts from holding it up yeah. for so long. I've got it. You're like, pick me. And you're like, keep your hands up. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> Dean says that uh, Sam touched the foot. Um, his luck went from, and she's like, I know how it works. Like, his luck went from, like, good to bad. And Dean's like, yeah, so you know that he's going to die unless we destroy it. And she makes this kind of sad face, and she's like, oh, hmm. well, yeah, you can have the foot for $1.5 million. He asks how she even found it, and she looks over at, like, a plaque with pentagrams. Pentagons. Pentecostals. Symbols and stuff on it. It's a, it's a Ouija board. Yeah. The Luigi board? It's it's, it's just yeah. like, a, it's not a rectangle one, it's a square one. Yeah. But it is a it Ouija board. It does say yes and no? Or yeah, yeah. And, okay. and, 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 right, and right in front of it, there is a planchette. Oh, that's funny. So, yeah. She, she's like... <laughs> I've been contacting spirits. Yeah, she says, I just asked the ghosts of the people it killed, and they were very tuned into its location. But, like, why would they give you that information? Revenge and, like, a... A, you know, avenge me, stop this from killing more people, or this is the thing that got me, you destroy it, or... So she probably didn't tell them that she's just going to sell it? Oh, probably not. Probably not, but also, like, talking to ghosts, I mean, there's you know, a degree of, you know, how lucid they are when they're stuck in the veil like that. The longer they stay there, the kind of crazier they get. Mm. So, and, like, the less, like, human they get. Yeah. 
Dean's like, oh, so you're only out for you. Like, you're, it's all about number one. And she's like, being a hunter is so much more noble. A bunch of obsessed, like, revenge-driven sociopaths trying to save a world that can't be saved. Bella says, like, we're all going to hell, Dean. Might as well enjoy the ride. Uh, he says that he actually agrees with her there. Uh, anywho, anywho, this has been charming. Anywho. Anywho. <laughs> anywho, this has been charming. But look at the time. Oh, and this and holds up the rabbit's foot. Looks like you're not the only one with sticky fingers. Uh, if it's any <laughs> consolation, I think you're a truly awful person. She shoots at him down the hall and misses every shot, and it ricochets around the room. Uh, Dean runs out. And there, there's a faint, like, as he disappears out the door, there's a faint, see ya! <laughs> see ya! Um, back in the motel, um, Sam is sort of roused. He's got, we see he's now got a, um, a bruised and bloody face. Um, Creedy splashes water on his face to wake him. I thought it was holy water. I thought they were trying to, like, make be like, are you a demon? Are you a demon? Are you a demon? I mean, that would have been smart. It would have been, but, but they nope. did not do that. I was just to wake him up. I really thought they were going for the, like, are you a demon? He's like, why? No, that's not. That's not working. <laughs> Kubrick is like, so you were part of that demon plan to open the gate? And Sam's so like, we tried to stop it. And Kubrick's like, it's a lot of lies. Lies, lies, lies. lies. And he's like, you were in on it. You know what their next move is, too. And Sam's like, no, I don't. Uh, he goes, you're wrong about all of this. Uh, Kubrick is like, where are they going to hit next? And backhands Sam across the face. He says that Gordon told him about uh, about Sam. He says that, uh, he's like, about your powers, you're some kind of weirdo psychic freak. And he's like, no, 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 not anymore. No powers, no visions, nothing. I'm all good. Like, there's nothing going on anymore. I've been clean since. <laughs> yep, yep. Um, and Kubrick says, lies! And punches Sam. He goes, no more lies! Uh, because there's an army of demons out there, pushing at the world, already on the brink. Uh, he says, this is endgame shit. He's like, maybe you can understand why we can't take chances. He pulls out a gun, and Sam, like, like whoa, 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 hold on a minute. And Creedy tries to stop him. Like, 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 this is gone He's like, whoa, dude, we're just, we're just kind of... We're just normal, like, cartoon bad guys. We don't usually kill them. <laughs> we we don't take out guns. It's like, hey, man, like, like, Kubrick, no. And Kubrick spins up. He's like, no. You saw what happened. He's like, ask yourself, why are we here? Yeah, because you saw a pic on the web because we chose this motel. So uh, Kubrick says, it's God, Creedy. He led us here to do his work. This is destiny. And he aims the gun at Sam's head. And then we hear Dean's voice from off screen. He's like, nope, no destiny. Just a rabbit's foot. And we have like this a sort of like tense moment where Kubrick's telling Dean to put the gun down. And Dean is just being a, like a little shit. He's like, oh, oh, you mean this? This right here? He like puts it down. Oh, and oh put, puts put, the gun put, down. Put, put, put on, like, yeah. And he's like, oh, but you see, there's something about me that you don't know. And he, he picks up a pen from the side table. Kubrick is like, what? <laughs> and he's like, it's my lucky day. He was working on that line the entire the drive back. The whole way there. Um, so Dean tosses the pen into Kubrick's gun, and it stays there. Like, it sticks right in the bullet hole. <laughs> the bullet hole? What's it called? The barrel? The barrel. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know what it's called. I mean, I understand what you were talking okay. about. Okay. No, the barrel sticks, gun. It sticks right in the barrel. And Dean is like, oh my god, did you see that shot? And Creedy runs to punch Dean, and Mrs. runs into the wall and falls backwards. Knocking himself out on the floor. Yeah. Dean's like, I'm amazing. He grabs a remote off the side table, tosses it at Kubrick, it hits him in the forehead, knocking him out. And Dean's like, I'm Batman. (laughs) 
I was like, yeah, you're, you're Batman. Batman. Dean, very pleased with himself. Like, this, this is the best day ever. I had seen that clip before, and I was wondering when it was going to come up, and I was <laughs> like, yeah! I was like, I remember this! That's cute. Jensen would go on to voice Batman. In a, <gasps> yes! Um, oh, that's funny. Yeah, in a... Uh, one of the more recent specials, the long, uh, the long Halloween, I think. Oh. Our next scene, we are at a graveyard at night. The boys are preparing a fire ritual to destroy the rabbit's foot. Santa sprinkles something from a jar onto some embers. Um, he says, like, bone, ash, cayenne, pepper, that should do it. <laughs> Dean is still <laughs> doing... What are you making? <laughs> <laughs> Dean is still doing the scratchy lottery. He's just got a couple more minutes until they do this. Give me a sec, give me a sec. He puts them in his coat, which is draped over a tombstone. Okay. Yeah. His his, his canvas jacket is draped there, and he sticks them in the pocket. I didn't even catch that. Mm Mm-hmm. So I was wondering. I was like, "Oh yeah, I, I was yeah, wondering. yeah." So yeah, he stick. He walks over to his jacket, which is hanging hanging on a on a stone, and sticks them in, in, in his pocket. And he pulls out the rabbit's foot. Says, "Say goodbye, Wesky Webbit." And then we hear a, a gun cock, and it's Bella, and she tells him to put the foot down. And Dean tries his speech. The foot is down. The foot <laughs> is down. We just watched that movie yesterday. We did just watch. Oh, just watched Inside Out. Dean tries his the the same speech he used earlier on the, the thieves. <laughs> yeah. Um, the you're not gonna shoot anybody. He's like I'm. I can read people. I know how to read people. Okay, you're a thief. Fine, but you're not. You're <laughs> not a killer. She shoots Sam in the shoulder. He's like, he's like, oh my god! Turns around, he's like, you son of a... She's like, back off, tiger. You make one more move and I fire. He's like, the hell is wrong <laughs> with you? Yeah, yeah. she's like, you know, you've got the luck, but uh, your brother, I can't miss him. And he's like, you can't just shoot people! She's like, relax, it's a shoulder hit. I can aim. And he's, she's like, besides, who around here hasn't shot a few people? <laughs> uh, so she yeah, you know, tells Put the foot on the ground now. So he's like, okay, fine, like, Bends down as if like like he's gonna do it, but he's still got the luck. So he goes, think fast, and tosses it to her. She catches it, and whoosh! We hear the magic whooshing noise. It would have been really funny if he's like, think fast, and he throws it, and it just like lands on the ground. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> See, but this is the thing about this rabbit's foot, right? Yeah, he still is had it the wants luck. to go to somebody else. Yeah. So your luck, part of it, is the fact that it you will lose it. And yeah. that it will, the luck, it, it is a luck for some, not good or bad, but it is luck that, but like, it is forced to become somebody else's luck. Mm-hmm. And it, using it in this way, like, yeah, she was going to catch it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, it was it was a reflex thing for her to reach out and grab it. Just, you know, bad luck. She's like, damn. Dean asks, uh, he's like, now, what do you say we destroy it? So she's like, she gives in. She's like, you know, like, fuck it. Like, I, I, I don't want to deal with this. Like, I'm, I've touched it now. Mm-hmm. So she throws it on the embers and it goes up in sparks and disappears. She's, she's out 1.5 million on the bad side of a particularly psychotic buyer. And he's like, wow, I don't feel bad about that, about that at all. <laughs> Sam? And he's like, nope, not even a little bit. And Bella, like, goes, you know, she starts to walk away and she sort of stops, turns and turns back and sort of casually leans on the stone where Dean has his jacket draped. Mm-hmm. And you do see her fingers curl just a little bit, like where, where she is, like how she's leaning. Yeah. Like where he stuffed the, she, her, you do see her fingers curl just a touch. Okay. It's, it's really, it's really cool. Um, I don't know if it was intentional, but I was like, oh, hey, look, 
she could be pulling us. She could be pulling a sleight of hand there. Mm-hmm. Almost certainly not because of TV, but right. But it's but it, making it, it look but, like it could yeah. have been a sleight of hand. When she turns back, she's like, you know what? Maybe next time I'll hang you out to dry. And Dean gets off a line. He's like, oh, don't go, go away, angry. Just go away. And she's, you know, have a nice night, boys, and leaves. Later, as the boys are leaving the cemetery. Sam having been shot in the shoulder, but he's like, I guess I'll he'll live. Yeah, right. He's fine, we think. So everything's back to normal, no good luck or bad luck. But then Dee's like, oh wait, the lottery tickets. <laughs> and they're not there. And a po- uh, there was a car and we that we see like sort of zooming you know, you, away and the, the horn beeps. So we see in Belle's car, she's got the tickets as she's driving away and she's like laughing to herself. And we get a good, like, as Dean realizes what's happened, a good... Son of a bitch! Our last scene is in the back in the prison phone room. Kubrick says that, uh, he's like, you're right about everything. Sam Winchester is more than a monster. He's the adversary. He says this very intensely, and Gordon's like, and what was it that convinced you? Kubrick says, God led me to him, and his will is clear. And there's a long pause before Gordon's like, okay. That's that. great. He's like, yeah. Um, yeah, glad glad to have you on board, champ. I, like, love, <laughs> I love the way that he's like... Yeah, the long pause of... Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, wow. That's not what I was expecting. Okay. Okay. That's well, great. Well, we can work with this. Yeah. He's like, first things first, we got to get me out. out of here. He's like, because, like I told you before, Sam Winchester must, must die. die. Hangs <laughs> up the phone. I'm like, you're just doing that to be dramatic yeah. at this point. And also, and they're, they're monitoring what you're saying. They're monitoring what you you're saying. You can't just say you're, you're gonna, someone's going to die. You're, you're going to kill them. You can't say Conspiracy to murder. You can't. JK, yeah. JK, though. <laughs> JK, 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 JK. back on the phone. JK, JK, JK. So, what do we think of the episode? I thought it was okay. You liked it. I liked the I liked the like slapstick comedy aspect of it. I think they did it pretty well. I think the um what I liked was the idea that we are introduced to a cursed object for mm-hmm. like the first time, I think. Or like or not like a like we've had the cursed dolls or like We've had haunted dolls. Haunted dolls, but we haven't had like a cursed object that needs to be kept in a box. Yeah. Right. Like don't yes. just, like don't with binding magic, magic and right. stuff. Like I yeah, I don't think we've had like an actual like magic object. Most of the items we've encountered have been haunted items. Yeah. Um I think they I don't know, like they did a pretty good job with stuff like the slapstick comedy, like the um like the luck, basically, like, the, the the one scene, like, when they're all fighting and, like... Yeah, it's, like, that was fun. Ricocheting and, like, bouncing back and forth. And, and the bumping into each other, like, yeah. oh, sorry. Yeah, it, it was, was choreographed well. Yeah, it was uh, a well-choreographed uh, farcical routine. Yes. And um, the Sam, uh, I really liked... I mean, it was sad to see Sam in such distress, but... It was also pretty funny. When he wasn't in that much distress. No, he, he was, was just mostly kind of like, just done with the whole thing. Just like, oh, come on, man. Just like, like, oh my god, again. Oh, it's again. Yeah, like this fucking shit. I don't know why, but my favorite, my two favorite parts. I don't know. I really liked all of them. Uh, I really liked when he fell and skinned his knees. That, that was a good fall. Yeah, it was mm-hmm. a re- in the whoa. Uh, and I liked when he was like, "Listen, man!" And then he tripped over the the wire and then grabbed the lamp on the way down. <laughs> that was down. That was a crash. Um, I lost my shoes. Yeah, that's famous. So. I like how he's like, 
and trying to get the gum, and then he's like, and then it just falls, like, just falls and like he doesn't even try to save it. He's just like, oh. I was so sure, and I know we talked about this, but like I yeah, was so sure, especially that he was gonna fall in, or that when he reaches it, that when he goes down, I'm like, his whole, whole arm is gonna get cut off. Yeah. Like he's gonna, like, yeah, something's gonna come up and grab him, or like bite him, or something, or like he's gonna like, I mean, even if it's just an, an animal, like he's gonna get bitten by something. Yeah, like a raccoon. Raccoon gonna is gonna come up and yeah, and, and, and like I chew just up his arm. A hug. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I really liked Bella. Um, mm-hmm. I think she was Did really you? good. Um, I liked her as like uh, somebody who can um, like con them. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, like and how Dean says that is like like she was she was good enough to like to con us. So I guess his reasoning was like, oh, she was too sexy. Yeah, yeah. But they were staring at her ass the whole time. But she was able to do that, yeah. and um, I think that little that little switcheroo was cute. Mm-hmm. I I didn't dislike this episode. I thought it had some good. There were some some things that were good about it. Yeah, like the like the the slapstick farcical nonsense. I thought that was good and well done. And I thought um, uh, Sam Jared did a good yes. job. Yes. He did a very good job with, with the that. bad luck part of it, mm-hmm. and then just like the like him sitting as far away as from the air conditioner as possible, and it just catching the flames, and he's just like with his legs spread out. He's just like oh. Yeah, just being so completely done with the whole experience, the whole episode. I thought, and the number of falls he has to take. I thought he did a good job with that. This episode to me felt a little disjointed. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like there were a lot of separate elements that didn't really mesh well together. Mm -hmm. So we've got the one part of the plot, which is, you know, this cursed object. Um, Now Sam has it. Now Sam is cursed. They're also being followed by this pair of hunters who have been sent by Gordon. It would have been better if it was just them trying to get it from Bella, and it didn't include the two guys. Maybe. Maybe. Because then then they're also needing to deal with Bella. So, Bella is an interesting character, and it opens up... So, in, you know, season one, we have... You know, hunting monsters is pretty much all we know is, you know, it's just like Sam, Dean, and John. Mm-hmm. Season two, it kind of opens up like, oh, yeah, there's lots of hunters. There's, um, if not like a network, then, you know, at least we see like with the Roadhouse, a lot of hunters come through the, through here, know each other. Mm-hmm. There, There is talk across the hunter world, and there are many hunters, potentially. This opens up with Bella. This opens up this other part of the world of people who know about the supernatural. Yeah. People and, who want to profit off of it. Yes. And the eccentric wealthy. Yeah. <laughs> like, and like, who knows how closely their ties are to the supernatural. Mm. But the people who we've encountered who know about the supernatural so far have pretty universally been hunters or victims. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And hunters usually get started because they were victims. Or their families were. So there's this, like, deep trauma and anger in the people who are aware of the supernatural. This is a very different perspective on the supernatural. This whole other tax bracket that, like, we have very little to do with. The supernatural world and the people who know about it has gotten larger. Mm -hmm. So that's interesting. Um, Bella as a character is interesting, too, because, you know, she's someone who is good enough at the con to, you know, take them unawares and get them. I'll be interested to see what you two think of her as we go on. Okay. I don't know what the 
what the general opinion is now, but at least at the time, the fandom did not like her. Ooh, okay, okay. And I don't think the writers really did either. Aww. Um, I don't think they do well by her. Aw, that sucks. We'll have to see how that goes as we go on. But So we introduced a lot of these different elements, but I just, I don't think... Yeah, like introducing Kubrick and Creedy as characters, introducing the fact that they are like tied to Gordon, right? And that Gordon sent them, and, and that Gordon is still out there. Gordon is still a threat, right? At the same time as, hey, now we've got Bella, and like, hey, we've got cursed objects, and like, just because it like wasn't like a typical like haunting or something, but it was still like not, I don't know, it, like. It was, it was disjointed. It was this weird... Like, like, they tied it all together. Yeah. They they did. It wasn't completely... It wasn't, you know, a bunch of completely separate elements. They were all tied together with this through line of the cursed object. But it didn't feel polished. Mm-hmm. I think it just... It felt a little bit awkward with the very different pieces we were working with. So it was, uh, I think, um, a memorable episode. Yeah. Um, certainly one of the episodes of the early seasons that gets remembered, but largely because of, like, the farcical slapstick elements. Yeah. And, like, the acting. Yeah. Not as much about the writing, I guess. Yeah. Uh, the, the writing, so, so Ben Edlund is our director. He wrote, uh, as we recall, Simon Said, Night Shifter, and Hollywood Babylon. I think now that we've seen, you know, four Wait. of his episodes. Director or writer? Writer, sorry. Writer. Ben Edlund. Ben, ben is our writer. He wrote Simon Said, Night Shifter, and Hollywood Babylon. And I think now that we've seen, like, four of his episodes, mm-hmm. we've seen a, a variety of the writing he does. It seems like there's always humor mm-hmm. of some kind in his writing. Mm-hmm. Um, Hollywood Babylon being an, an extreme Night Shifter being on the other end of the extreme. Yeah. But there's still humor in that. Yeah. And Simon said there was yeah. definitely humor yeah. in that. Yeah. That, that was, it was a little bit more in, in the middle, though. Yeah. Middle of the spectrum. Simon said a little bit more on the intense side. I think Bad Day at Blackrock a little bit more on the humorous side. I think the humor sometimes works. I think it did not, like, just the episode as a whole, like Hollywood Babylon, did not yeah. land for me. Yeah. The writing of Kubrick and Creedy's relationship right what are they what was going on there who are they and it felt like they were trying to do some kind of like buddy comedy that was happening there yeah which i don't know if it worked but it did lighten the intensity of kubrick's religious fanaticism Yeah. yeah which could have been a very scary thing but it mostly just comes off as weird weird yeah my favorite As, like, thing, he's just kind of a weird guy. Yeah. My favorite thing about it was when Creedy went, came walking up with a... a with, the, with, with, the, with the foil swan? Yeah. Yes. That was very I just cute. Like, yeah, like, they, I just they've got, like, they've got a weird, they've got a weird relationship. Yeah. And he was, like, and he was just talking, and he was just, like, holding it like a little baby. <laughs> yeah, they've got a weird relationship. I don't really know what's going on there. So, like, like that, like, certain elements like that, I felt like they're, like, there's, there's something there, but it needed another polish. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, but Ben Edlund is one of our bigger writers, will be for quite a while, so we'll get to see him. Be weird. Yes. The, he, I know he does go on to write some more com- more comedic episodes and some more very serious episodes. Hmm. There, like one in particular, I know, I know he's that is is looked at as one of the better supernatural episodes. Hmm. And he's a writer who is usually understood or u- usually acknowledged as understanding Cass's character. 
Okay. Better nice. than many other writers. Okay. So we'll we'll have to see on that. Um, so is there anything else we want to say? Um, Were we going to do listener mailbag today? I think so. So, segment time. Listener mailbag! Segment. Time for a segment. <laughs> we have some emails. We've gotten a couple emails. We've got a couple emails. We got an email from Chris at one point. We got an email from Leah. Mm-hmm. We got an email from John. We also have an email about corrections. So oh, per- perhaps, yeah, yes, yes, perhaps yes, yes. we should address that first. Okay. So, corrections. <laughs> email from, uh, what, what, what's his name, Jack? Jack. Our father. <laughs> <laughs> Jack the dad. <laughs> Our dad wants us to know. <laughs> the first correction he men- mentions in his email okay. is, is, he says, you recently talked about Danamora, as in Clinton Correctional Facility. It is a regular state maximum security, not supermax or federal. Okay, well, thank you for that. Thanks, Dan. Also, he wants us to know that a body shop is not a spa for cars. Yeah, no. Yeah. I still don't really know what it is, but... He did not elaborate. Did not elaborate, and I I didn't look it up. I did not either. I still am unclear. He just said it. That's not what that is. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for the correction, Dad. Thank you. And thank you for your email. Thank you for your email, email. Dad. (laughs) Um, But in Leah's email, she asked us if we could reintroduce ourselves. Mm-hmm. So we introduce ourselves kind of at the beginning of every episode, just with our names. Yeah. But if you want to go first. Hi, I'm Margaret. I am the oldest of the siblings. I watched Supernatural when I was in high school, sort of, you know, during its heyday um, and was very into it when I was like the target age demographic and then sort of fell off when I was in college, somewhere around season 10, 11, somewhere in there. And then had not watched it since un- un- until re-entered my mind <laughs> in the fall of 2020. And it's just been quite the spiral from there. <laughs> Patricia? <laughs> okay. I'm Patricia. Um, I am the middle sibling. I have not seen the show before. Uh, this is my first time watching it. I am an artist. She's an artist. I do fiber art, primarily. And um, I have two jobs, and I'm Bridget. I'm the youngest. I don't have a job. Because? I'm a high schooler. Yeah. But there are high schoolers that have jobs. Right. But, right. But your job is high school. Your job is school right now. My job is school right now. What are some things about me? Well, you've never seen Supernatural. Right? Yeah, I've never seen Supernatural, except for when I was little and I had to pee, and I'd walk by the TV, and you'd pause it and be like, oh, no, this is scary. Too, too scary. Too scary. There's a mummy. There was one episode, I think there was a mummy. Quite possibly. Yeah. Um, but just quick going back to Patricia, mm-hmm. we were in high school at the same time. Yes. Uh, we are only two years apart. Bridget is nine years younger than me-ish and 11 years younger than you-ish. That's, so, that's math. Yeah. So so Bridget is, you know, 15 years removed from the original airing of Supernatural, but is now entering, like, the age like of the target demographic. Oh, you're an illustrator? Oh, yeah. I do art. 
You also do art. I do art. Yeah. Um, I do a lot of drawings. I sometimes do paintings. I haven't been doing a lot of painting recently. I hope, hope that re- our reintroduction was helpful, Leah. Also, we asked a question recently. What is your ghost demon? Oh, your demon yes. entrance, entrance, yes. entrance music. Mine was, was mine. It's not unusual. I think so. To be loved. Yours was. La, 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 la. Yours was. Uh, what's new? <laughs> whoa, yeah. whoa. It would. It would. I don't think I'd have a consistent one. I feel like no, it, would it would just would be whatever, whatever, whatever I'm feeling like at the moment. Yeah, yeah. same. So, what, what was yours? Just remember what your entrance music was. I don't think I picked one. Think it, well, you got to think about it. Okay. Leah's uh, wrote in to tell us that hers is Taylor Swift's "Shake It Off," <laughs> which is <laughs> hysterical. That's a good one. You're freaking out. You just hear a shake it. John also wrote in to let us know um, what his entrance music is. Uh, he would go for Good Thing by Real Big Fish, going for the uh, the one hell of a butler kind of mm-hmm. kind of pun mm-hmm. there. But if he, if he was going, he also says if he was going for more of like a super villain mm. type thing with presentation, yes. Mm. Uh, my evil plan to save the world by Five Iron Frenzy. Okay, I do not know those songs. I don't know them, but but I will, I will look them up. Yeah, <laughs> good music references. Yes, we'll investigate. <laughs> <laughs> he also has an option for like in the style of the What's New Pussycat, not unusual. Uh, thinks it'd be pretty meta to start Sympathy for the Devil mm. by Rolling Stones and then switch it to the. Uh, 8-bit version of the battle with the four fiends from Final Fantasy Uh. (laughs) IV. So, Mm. all good music choices. Yeah! Thank you for sharing, John. Thank you! We love love hearing from you guys. Those were our emails. Yes, (laughs) this has been Listener Mailbag segment. Segment over. (laughs) (laughs) Up next, we have Season 3, Episode 4, Sin City. Sam and Dean investigate a rash of violent deaths in Elizabethville, Ohio, a once sleepy town that has become a haven for gamblers and drinkers. So join us next time for season three, episode four. Until then, I have been a host, Margaret. I've been host, Patricia. And I've been another host, Bridget. And we'll see you next time. Bye! Bye! Bye. Special thanks to Pixabay user The Laces Music Dude for the use of their song Brooke Music as our theme music. And special thanks to our dad, our first sponsor. Thanks, dad. You can find us at 3 Idgets Pod on most of the internet and get in touch with us by emailing 3 Idgets Pod at gmail.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time. <laughs>